Hi, I'm Barry. And I'm Dave. And we're stupid about cars. Why don't you get to say cars? Because I say it sexy. God only knows sometimes why we actually uh, record that. Don't just do that live every time we start the show with something. Because there was passion. There's passion in that intro. There's a little bit of passion there. How you doing today, Dave? I'm good. How are you, Bear? I'm doing okay. Doing okay. Hanging in there. Yeah, we're living. We're talking Another, about cars. It's got to be good. That's it. Another rainy day. Nothing Another better to do this inside It's been like two cars. months of rainy days. It's been more rain than I care for, to no. be quite honest. But the skies opened up a bit yesterday in the afternoon, and then they closed right back up. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. We did not, not a When is the time thing? to start building that arc? Yeah. <laughs> it's getting yeah. close, man. I think we've surpassed that, actually. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, West no, Coast no. living. You bet. So, again, we got somebody else joining us today for the chat. Yeah, we got Hank from a Toyota dealership. There you go. What do you do at the Toyota dealership, Hank? Right now, I'm a hybrid technician. Ooh. Ooh, we got a good one, man. We got a good one. Nice, nice. I'm not uh, not a big hybrid fan, i got to say. but You've never owned one, though. No. Nope. Never have. I think the toughest part about a hybrid is to get over it doesn't like sound like it's running. Then all of a sudden you hit the gas and it like goes. Yeah. It still yeah. messes me up. Does yeah. it mess you up? You're probably used to it by now. No, I still don't like them. Yeah, it's weird. I, yeah. I work on them and you still don't know what you're doing. I know. Oh, really? I... Yeah. So you're obviously trained. Like obviously Toyota sends you away to get trained to work on hybrids, right? Like you're not, you actually have a certification yes. in that field, right? Exactly. So we are sent, there's a number of courses. There's online courses yeah. and then there's about two weeks worth of in-shop training on the systems, how to safely service them. What to do, what not to do. Do you find that when you're taking these courses that are like, wow, that's that's good information? Like, are you, or is it just like, ah, it's more common sense stuff? Like, don't touch the big power wire with <laughs> both hands, like that yeah. stuff. Like, don't <laughs> stick your finger <laughs> in a socket yeah, and lick the it. red thing. No, yeah, I find it's a mix. Um, yeah. Sometimes, if you've been in the trade for, you know, you've done your apprenticeship, you've got your red seal, you're working in it. It's common sense stuff. But then when you get into a little bit of the nitty-gritty details of the servicing, diagnostic, like the diagnostic, in. that's when you're like, oh, wow, this is, I can learn. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. for the most part, it's like you said, like, oh, don't grab the big orange wire. Oh, it's arcing. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I better not lick that because yeah. I want to see if there's a battery charge. But they got to make it for all levels, right? Like, there's <laughs> yeah, all yeah, levels yeah, there. Yeah. No I think it's neat. I mean, I, I get it. I get it. But, like, have you seen issues with those, like with the actual drive part, the electrical part of these things? Like, no. I've never seen any, and you don't read about any of these things having issues. Well, you know what? The one thing that I'm, I mean, you know, I say I don't like them, but um, you look at taxis, they're all driving Priuses. Yeah. You yeah. know, so that says something for them. Obviously, it does work. And the fuel savings there. Like, what do you think? Yeah. I, don't, I don't even know what the fuel spec is on a Prius anymore. Is it two yeah. liters per 100K or something like that? It's, it's gotten really good. It's, yeah. it's, the mileage is worth it if you're using it in the right environment. It's like anything, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. If you're towing a big trailer, you're driving a diesel. Yeah. If you're driving stop-and-go traffic, get a Prius. Yeah. But if you're going to be commuting on the highway, especially where we are in mountains, don't get a Prius. Don't no, you don't think so, eh? Like, I don't, go like I a don't think the benefit of there, you could probably get into a diesel car and maybe even see better benefit because you got more torque for hills. Right, yeah, yeah. Toyota has such wicked diesels in Europe. Like, they just... I, it's so frustrating. has such wicked diesels. Oh, I know, but Toyota particularly, oh, Toyota like does, the Hiluxes yeah. and all those yeah. engines, proven engines. It's yeah. like we get so messed yeah. over here. We do get screwed. We don't yeah. get the... Like, no, why not? We totally get screwed, absolutely. You know, I think one of the things that started me with the whole hybrid thing was basically it was California that started it. Yeah. Right? And in California, it's 128 degrees. Yeah. You need to be running your engine while you're using your air conditioning. So that 
weird moment where you don't well, need is your that air true? Like, so if you have your air conditioning's on, your your gas motor's running. Is that a hybrid thing? Is it that, was. I don't know if it still it's is. It's an electric compressor. It's so an electric it's compressor a, now. It's a forty-eight volt electric compressor. So that okay. engine doesn't need to be on. So Originally, it wasn't. I mean, initially, you had to have the gas yeah. engine running, but then they said, "Hey, that's kind of stupid because." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. must have been listening yeah. to me. I don't know. Yeah, they but, need you on their techs. Yeah. So now, with it being electric, you know the thing fires up. It's almost at operating temperature in a couple of minutes. That's nice. Wow. So it, because it uses some pretty neat technology. Yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden, boom! That engine's off. You got heat coming <laughs> into your car. Engine's off in the summertime. Engines Sweet. up to operating temperature, AC's on, you're not making any noise. I never, cool. I never actually thought of that part. Like, I don't know why, but does electric, full electric, not hybrid, cars have radiators? And if not, what gives you the heat? Like, you're blowing water. What do they use in electric cars for heat? I've never yeah. even thought of that. Yeah, they must have a heat system. I don't know. I've never even electric. looked at a Tesla. I wonder what they use because they're all leaf. electric. Yeah, yeah, like, do they have the electric? Well, have, they got to have a rag. Yeah, if you look at a lot of fancy have... cars like Mercedes and stuff like that, uh, I borrowed my friends a while ago, and yeah. I was amazed that I got in the car and turned it on, and it was hot instantly. There was hot air instantly. So they obviously but have electric That's, that's a full electric car? Yeah. Well, no, no. That was a, that's a diesel. Yeah. Oh, diesel, yeah. No, that was a diesel. But I'm just so wondering as far I'm as... saying they have electric heaters in those, so I'm sure the hybrid cars, they must have just a, an electric element, an electric well, heater. But they need the coolant, though, still. With a diesel, you still have coolant that goes no, for a heater core. No, you don't have coolant in your house. You have coolant mm-hmm. in a diesel motor, though. No, but I'm saying in a, in a hybrid or an electric car, you, uh, you... So it's just a heater element? It's just a heater element. I wonder, sure. I wonder if they use, depending on the battery pack, if they use the, co- the cooling system for the battery packs. Because like the, the yeah. Chevy Cruze have a liquid cooling for the battery packs. Oh, it's actually like it's got some rad that cools. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I never even thought of looking at that well, aspect you of electric look car. The, you look at the front of a bunch of the like Teslas and stuff like that. I mean, they're blocked off. There's no big radio. You obviously don't need the same cooling that you need. Well, you're going to need, a, you're going to have a condenser, though, for your AC. you got to have yeah. a condenser still, right? Yeah. yeah. So like they must have fluid going through them, and I think electric motors still get hot, so they need some. They do have a cooling do, yeah. like the like the Toyotas. That's what I fall back on. Yeah, yeah, you know the cooling system is essential to it. There's yeah, so yeah. much because of all the converting of AC DC. <coughs> it's high voltage. That stuff creates a lot of heat. Yeah, yeah. So it has sure. its own independent cooling system. Oh really? So it's got like the electric motor has a rad, and then the engine motor has its own rad. Yeah, they use it like it's two separate systems in the same rad. It's kind of like oh, a okay, yeah, 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 you yeah. know a typical. So is that through the whole models, like you got, and I think they have. Four. You guys have four. Toyota has four electric cars. The Rav four or hybrid cars. Hybrid cars. Yeah. So they have the Rav four. They have the Camry. The Highlander is the Highlander. Highlander. One? Highlander. Yeah. Camry. And the Camry Prius. And the Prius. Yeah. And then you have the Prius family now so, with yeah, that's the plug-in. The wait. That one. Well, I gotta get one thing done here. <laughs> Prius. Or Prius. <laughs> Which is, is it? What in Toyota Land is, is it? What in Toyota Land is it? In North America, it's Prius. Okay. I like so Prius better. It's like it's like Celica or Celica. Yeah. It's where where you're from. Okay. So, so who says Prius? Fair enough. Who says that? Where do you go to? Oh, this? like England and yeah. stuff. Oh, yeah. Europe, it's Prius. Yeah. Do they have Pri- Pri- Priuses uh, and Priuses? They don't in have Priuses. They have Priuses. Oh. Yeah. yeah. And they put them in the boot. They put it in the boot. boot. Yeah. Yeah. But oh, no. it's something I'm always. Are we just saying it wrong, you know? That happens, right? Skidoo. They do have Skidoo some, were like supposed the, to be called ski dogs, but it was a misprint in the paper, <laughs> right? And I had a friend whose great-grandfather was involved with that, and it was just a misprint in the paper. It was supposed to be called the ski dog, but they put it in this Skidoo. So I was just wondering, is it actually Prius, and we're just a bunch of idiots? Toyota does have some weird names for cars, though. 
Yeah. Like, like just like, yeah, Yaris. Yeah. Like, where, where does that come yeah. from? Yeah. <laughs> or like Sienna. What is a Sienna? Like, yeah. I don't know what that is. It's, I know it's a van. Yeah. That's how it makes. But yeah. what is it in like? Yeah. I don't know. That's a pretty cool van. Yeah. Well, we're they, a pretty cool van. Yeah. They got door issues though. Yes, they do. Yeah. They got door issues. Those but, electric doors. But you know what? If you step in one of those fully loaded with the fold-down split TV, oh, yeah, yeah. you it's, can fit four buddies on that and go a road trip, and you don't you don't have a road trip plan to go anywhere. You're just driving around watching movies. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> watching Netflix and your Toyotas. Yeah. It's pretty, they're pretty cool. They're the pretty Sequoia, cool. though, man, that is like... If you have a high, high model Sequoia, that's nice interior. Yeah, it's like pretty cool. Like the captain chairs in the back. Like, yeah. Yeah. Do, I even like the Venza. Like I'm a big fan of the Venza. The way it's all laid out. Yeah. It's it's done now. Is it? Yeah. Done. They stopped They stopped That's making it. production of it. Wow. So that 2016 or 2017? I think it was 16. Yeah, it might even I, been before that. Don't quote me no, on that. No, it's got to be 2016 because I was on their website earlier and they were still listing it. Yeah. So it's got to be like they're getting rid of the 2016 models. Yeah. I like that truck though. And to find a used Venza, like I was in the market at one point to buy one and I was looking for a used Venza and they just, they were like the same price as the brand new ones, like three years old. Oh, wow. yeah. Like they were pretty good. Weren't, like I don't know, you, you worked they're, on them more than I did. They're, they're, they're basically a long Camry. Yeah. And Camrys don't have problems. Like there's certain model range in yeah. our product. And yeah. I will honestly say there's a reason that I drive a Toyota product. The reason yeah, I've chosen you, the one because it doesn't break. You just put gas, change the oil, and it just keeps going. Well, that's, yeah, that's how they built their name on that car, right? Like, exactly. It just sadly doesn't stop. And if it stops very fast, you might be in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? So as recall, you, recall, recall. No, well, you know, they all, every manufacturer has issues. Yeah. That's, that's that, that. I want to know, like, if in your parking lot... What does everybody drive as far as the employees? Are they mostly like, because I you go to the GM parking lot and there's like Subarus, there's like Dodges. Like, yeah. But if you go to the Toyota parking lot, most guys drive Toyotas, I would think. Most right? guys have Toyotas and there's a handful of Hondas. That's got to speak yeah. huge to, as yeah. a mechanic. Like if you're going to drive the car that you fix every day, that's a lot. Sure. I ain't driving Volvos, right? Nope. Like, yeah. Hey, there's, there's one sitting, a guy drives it, he's a daily driver. It's older than I am. Yeah. Never been broken down. Wow. He's driven it every day. But that's what Toyota built their name in, and you know, but they were they were tough cars. They were awesome tough cars. And then, like like like, you know, you said that they would go, you know, forever without yep. any. All you need to put oil in them, and yep. you know, they just keep going. We had a couple of Tercels in our family. And, yes, you did, uh, man. Like they, they go forever, you yeah. know, until the floor would rot. Out and they something. were cool. Like Supras were a big, heavy sports car that was yeah. cool. Yeah. They don't it just doesn't happen anymore. Like Toyota no. gave I wonder why they just decided to give up on that market. It's it's coming back. It's got to. I, I'm I'm expecting it to come back fiercely. Well, uh, what is what we, I'm expecting. In, I mean I, I I the GT eighty six or whatever. Now I mean to me that's a really cool car. But that's kind of a Subaru too, isn't it? A mix yeah, that one? It's it's ha- it's you it's know it's a halfer. It's a halfer. Yeah. <laughs> I will say that was them dipping their toe to see what the market was like. Right, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because you now you got two you know, Subaru's built a name for cool cars yeah. yeah like you know you got the grandma grandpa forester yeah which you can buy a I grandma mean, grandpa forester that rips so <laughs> like I, no, exactly. you can buy a turbo like, yeah, yeah, but yeah. you can buy you know yeah. just the base model that you know you're gonna see guy the guy do. who yeah. wants to go and look at birds drive yeah, yeah. you've got the wrx good way of customers that drive foresters you got the wrx which is fairly reasonable for a, a kick fun of what you get yeah oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah and it's, then 
All wheel drive race car, really. And if you have a bit more money, you step into an STI. It's ridiculous. Exactly. So they've they've made it their name. You can get the sensible, or we can give you some loony for a little bit more toony. And Mitsubishi. I mean, same, you know. Exactly. The same sort of thing, right? I think Subaru destroys Mitsubishi now as far as that. Well, I mean, but you take them on the track, that that Lancer, man. That's a cool car. I'm not saying, but just Mitsubishi. See, I'm comparing the whole car. I think you... Like, if you took a Subaru mechanic and, and then a Mitsubishi mechanic, the Subaru mechanic has a better job than the Mitsubishi mechanic. Yes. Yeah. They, they are not fun to work on compared to okay. a Subaru. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think before, when they had a little bit better backing, yeah. I think Mitsubishi was a better brand. I well, think see, they were. Well, yeah. see, now then, that Nissan owns them, though, that's kind of... Uh, it was yeah. Dodge, right? And they had Dodge behind them. And Chrysler, Mercedes for a time. Mercedes. Yeah. I mean, they had all that behind them. So they had them, a lot so, behind so. them. Now you got Nissan. Nissan is not really that big compared yeah. to no. some of the other players yeah. on the field. And but it's they weird, got too, that cool we're talking though. about this because of the, the, uh, the Toyota... Right and now they're Nissan. Before they were Dodge. It's just odd that Toyota <laughs> got involved with them on this. Well, it's because um, they bought uh, some of the stock when GM had to liquidate some of their yeah. assets. They oh, had okay. Fuji Heavy Industries. Oh. Toyota stepped in, took those over from GM, so they have a little bit of partner share oh, with, okay. with Subaru. Oh, so I think it's a cool car. I mean, that it, it looks cool. I mean, well, it looks cool. Four cylinder rear wheel drive, standard. I, That's a fun car. Know, to me. The concept behind it is get in a car and drive it on the raggedy edge, and you're not going to get it in any trouble because yeah. it doesn't go fast. Yeah, I think it, it goes all it, right. It, it goes it, like I had it one goes for a week. Okay, but it's not. It's not a fast car. It's not a V8, like... No, so you can... I mean, like, one of my favorite cars was the Minis, the old Minis, not the new Minis. And my reason for loving it so much is you could tear around on that car, and it was quick, but it wasn't fast. It was just quick. And, And you could drive that car on the raggedy edge... And from the outside, somebody looking in, you're just cruising around. Like, you know, but when you're inside, inside. you're just beating the boonies out of this thing. Right? And that's what this Toyota is. It's you can get in and you can actually drive the car. You can have fun in that car. I was surprised they didn't make a turbo version of that car. But I think that, I think they're holding off for that purpose because you can step into that car for pretty cheap. Yeah. For yeah. what you're getting, yeah. Now, if you yeah, get it, absolutely, it's a great car. And the thing is, you can, like you're saying, you're ripping in that thing. You feel like a million bucks. You feel like Michael Schumacher. Yeah, you know, <laughs> driving, yeah. driving yeah. a, you know, this little. Well, it was the yeah. FRS, now the yeah. 86. Yeah. Um, and I had one for a week, and it was like everywhere you had a smile on your face. That's a good car. It's a fun car. It's a fun car. Yeah. Is it really a four seater though? Like, I think they no. list it as a four seater. Yeah. It's, it's like. If you had a backpack, it'll hold your backpack. Yeah, if you had a soccer ball, it'll roll around back <laughs> yeah, there. That's it. But like for legroom, I'm not a tall guy. Yeah. And with my seat forward, driving a stick, yeah. I couldn't put anything in the back seat. Maybe a tablet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I slip a tablet in there, it won't yeah. flop around. Won't flop so around have you worked much. on them? Like have they, 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 have they worked on them? Yeah, they seem to be fairly easy to work on. Fairly like easy to work on. Timing belt motor or a chain? Chain drive. Chain. Okay, so yeah. a little, a lot less maintenance yeah, on yeah. that car. Nice. Um, and it's a two-liter, right? A little two-liter, but it's got direct injection. Is it mm-hmm. Boxster-style two-liter? Boxster-style, Boxer so style. it keeps it really nice and low. Well, that's why it doesn't really have a big kind of a hood. No, it's that gap fender. Yeah. yeah. It's a good handling car. Rev so out pretty good. They rev up to seven grand. That direct yeah. injection makes it uh, nice. really smooth revving, too. Does it, I wonder, does it have the dual intake runner, so you get a little bit more torque? Yeah, I mean, they know so what they're doing. So roughly one of those cars list out a deal. Do you have any idea? I check don't her even on, know. Check her out. Let's check her out. You know, we could figure out exactly. 
into what they list out for. Because uh, I mean, to me, hand. like it's that's it's got. Kind of, I mean, it's the same car as a Mazda Miata. We talked about it the other day on the podcast that Mazda Miata had that kind of. Car. It's not a convertible. Miata. I get it. Yeah. But it's still a four cylinder rear wheel drive smaller car, right? Yeah. Like the S twenty yeah. or two hundred. Like I mean, companies to me, companies got to make start making more cars like that. And yeah. I don't even have a problem with them doing them with diesels. I think they you just don't need fast. You don't. Some of these, even trucks nowadays, and everything. My God, everything does 170 mile an hour, and you don't need that to have fun. Because you can't have fun well, with yeah. it. <laughs> speed limit is what it is. And I know. So make it so it's just right past the speed limit, and that's about it. I mean, yeah. I mean, but, I'm the, I, but, come on. But you, I'm the guy that likes speed and go to the racetrack. Keep it on the track. You know, so you're starting at twenty nine, thirty grand. Thirty grand. So thirty grand, and you're gonna you're gonna have a hoot and a holler That's, every time yeah, you're out in it. Absolutely. And you know, because it is a Subaru Boxer engine, they've been doing it for years. Yeah. You can rev it all day long, every and day. My biggest thing: you're not gonna get into trouble. You know, you can you can spend double and triple the money and go get yourself a vet or something like that. And if you try and drive it as you could drive that Toyota. You're just going to get yourself into a ditch or well, what do you trouble. What do you? What can you get for thirty grand in a sports car? Oh, not much. <laughs> like, no, not hey, what much. What are you going to yeah, get? Like a, a Miata or no, a GT86? Well, yeah. yeah, like what do you? There's nothing. Yeah. Like, but you know what? Like I not that compares to that. I'm not holding against Miata. Yeah. But whenever I look at a Miata, I look at the driver behind that. Oh, it's, a, it's a chick. <laughs> it's a chick. It's a chick. Yeah. No, no, no. And that's and sad. And that's why I've said I. They've something about it. I don't know what it is that they have to change. They didn't build that car for chicks. No. And and I have no problem with the guy driving it. He may look a little fruity or something, but, I mean, that's just or the stigma that Miata created. It's like the new Minis. Yeah. All the Mini Coopers that you see out there, it doesn't matter if a John works or whatever. Yeah. It could be the coolest Mini on the road. Yeah. It's a girl behind the wheel. Yeah. I'm not holding that anything against it. No. It's just that's the... Yeah. Same thing. Oh, it's the just, same as Volkswagen Bugs. Volkswagen Bugs. I was, I was driving up the highway the other day and I was just going to pull out and pass somebody, but there's this Audi TT coming up behind me and he got beside me and he slowed yeah, down. Yeah, there's the Audi TT. And I'm kind of like, what? Like, what are you doing? Jesus. And I look over because I'm just annoyed with this chick driving this car. It was my buddy. He's driving his girlfriend's car. Yeah. <laughs> so I just, because we, we, we went out, we were on the Toyota website there and I just started looking at their warranty. They're actually not bad. It's mm-hmm. not bad. Like, they go 60,000 kilometers. Yeah. Three, three years on just basic complete vehicle yeah. coverage. Yeah. 100,000, five year on powertrain. Right. So, and if you go with the hybrid, you get eight years, 160,000. That's pretty good on a hybrid. Is that, is that with the batteries? I would assume it says hybrid components. I mean, Sean might be able to help me out there. Yeah. Uh, sometimes it doesn't consider the battery. Yeah. The but actual battery pack, but it's like, a, it's honestly... I can say I have not seen batteries fail in 10 years from normal use. What about what about the um, corrosion though? Guys, corrosion <laughs> unlimited kilometers on corrosion. Yeah, nice. That's pretty cool. That's nice. Yeah. What what the batteries? You know, when I first get my uh, my trusty iPhone here, um, you know, I, I charge it and it'll go four days before I need to charge it again. Now I get a day, and it'll average out now to a day worth of use. But so is that is, because is of the, data is, on your phone, and the, is that like your battery? Well, no, going it's di- the battery. Yeah. It's the battery I'm talking about. When they're, when they're brand new, they work really well, and then after they're not brand new, they work good. They don't work the same as they worked when you first got it. So I'm just wondering if 
you know, if I, if I, if I go out and I buy myself uh, an electric vehicle, I mean, you know, Prius is sort of different, right? Because it's a hybrid, but, yeah. you know, a Tesla or something like that. My question is always going to be, so I buy it and I'm able to drive to work and home. And when I get home, I'm at like zero, you know, is that going to be the same for the next five years? Or am I going to lose a little bit of that juice as time goes on? With any type of battery, like, like we'll lose. take the example, any car battery. Yeah. yeah. We know it at five years is usually the point that as techs, yep. we're really concerned, especially if it's your mom's car. You yeah, know yeah, yeah, she's yeah, gone yeah, to the absolutely. grocery store and back. You're putting a battery in. In the wintertime up north. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's a, it's yeah. an issue. Yep. Five years. But with the hybrid stuff, there's so much technology oh, backing yeah. that system yeah. up. Yeah. That it's trying to do everything it can to make that battery last. And I will say, yes, there's always that time when you're losing some reserve. Right. Yeah, okay. That's just the natural state of batteries. Yeah. But it's not as bad as everyone assumed. Like everyone, when hybrids came out, the big fear was, and that was even as a tech, when you start at Toyota, you're like, oh, man, five years, we're going to be replacing batteries left, right, center. Exactly, yeah. No. Really? I've only, in my trade, I've replaced three batteries. And all of them were... A side effect, car accident, corrosion, someone, you know, water leak and it filled the car. The car sat for two years, you know, things like that, that weren't the car's fault. I mean, they are are different battery than your typical automotive battery, right? They don't, the automotive battery is there to start your car, right? And then a bit of, then the alternator takes over and, and, you know. But with the hybrids, the battery's there for storage, like massive storage, yeah, right? Exactly. So it's a little different battery. Oh, there. yeah, yeah. And, and it's funny you were saying that when you were talking about the technology and the little conspiracy me got thinking. Oh. I bet you they program this to <laughs> hold back a little bit of the charge <laughs> so that they can average it out. Well, what, <laughs> what they always do is they do. They do. They never max charge it because right. that damages the battery. It never yep. deplete the battery because if that one time that – because that's what's starting your engine. Yeah, yeah. So if you are having issues, they don't want you to deplete that battery because there's – there is a way to jumpstart a hybrid battery, but it takes a special battery charger, oh, yeah. and not every dealership has one. And I'm sure it's worth some serious money. Serious money. <laughs> so we never want to run into that situation. Of course. Even on the dealership level, it's something that's a pain for us. Wow, yeah. I'm, I'm not still 100. You know, the best thing about the uh, the hybrid was the Ferrari, though, the Ferrari. And uh, they, you know, the, the other cars, the Porsche 918 and the McLaren P1. They both have the ability to actually run strictly on battery. Mm-hmm. It got a range of about seven or nine miles. Like it's, it's really there. nothing. But you technically can, and in the Ferrari, you cannot. So of course, ask Ferrari, why can you not do this? We have no interest in making a, a hybrid car. We just have an interest of making a car faster. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of cool. Is there a thing? Yeah, and that's yeah. the thing. Like it's interesting. Like. When I started, there was the original Prius, yeah. which was, in my opinion, it was the first yeah. real hybrid vehicle. That, there was that in the Insight. Yeah, And there were two completely different reasonings behind the car, yeah. two different principles, right. two big Japanese players on the market. Yeah, yeah. And we see that Toyota's theory came out ahead. The next generation of the Prius improved tremendously. But they were still reliable. Even the first gen ones weren't unreliable no they they still stayed played on their their strengths now like now i'm not a big hybrid fan yeah. but if i had to i would get a prius yeah or i'd get a highlander because they rip 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> so they're all different drives, though. Like they're all different engines, obviously between the Highlander and the Prius, but same technology, bigger electric motors for the bigger vehicle. Yeah, similar technology. Some of them, like the Prius, always is the cutting edge. Yeah. So the Prius, not like the Prius C, Prius V. Those ones are often they are a little bit behind. Yeah. But the Prius is the forefront, and so you've always got the latest technology in those. And then it kind of backfeeds. And then to it the backfeeds through the other models because. They want to make sure that those, if you go out there, and we have Highlanders that are, you know, first-year Highlander hybrids. They're still on the road ripping along and, you know, several hundred thousand kilometers out there, reliable. So are maintenance costs on hybrids higher than, say, just your plain automotive car, do you think? I don't think so. About the same? About the same because, yeah, oil changes are the same, which is kind of funny. But at the same time, it's using a different cycle. It's using Atkinson cycle, which I find is not as efficient. So what's their duration? What like what is your average duration for oil changes on a on a hybrid vehicle? Eight thousand kilometers. Which is good. Which is good. Yeah. The new ones, twenty sixteen up, is all sixteen thousand k on on most of the hybrid models here. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I don't agree with that. Still, yeah. you know, I just don't. The difference is. I'm not going to touch it because uh, I hear you. Uh, it's one of those subjects where you know oils. Still relatively cheap, and engines aren't. Exactly. <laughs> that's, <laughs> exactly. That's, that's the best way to put it. And yeah, exactly. I mean, how much oil does the average engine take now in a, in a hybrid? Anyways, like maybe three and a half liters in your Prius, three liters. Yeah, Prius like, is you know roughly four liters. We'll yeah. say so four liters, eight thousand k. That's nothing. And there's zero W twenty most Toyotas. Zero twenty synthetic and, and everything. Like even the Toyota zero twenty weight oil is. A lot cheaper at the de- through the dealership than uh, it is aftermarket. Aftermarket, and well, you've seen it. Yeah, I think we pay. I forget what we pay for. We use either Beck Arnley or this other one, but yeah, it's not cheap. It, you know, it's mm. at least ten bucks a liter or yeah, whatever, right there. And ours is a lot less than that. It's probably huh. half that. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, because Toyota's really pushing it, right? So, as far as the actual hybrid part of the vehicle, is there any maintenance on that? There is a cooling system. So you do flush the coolant. Yeah, uh, well, it's a drain and fill system. Oh, it's cool. got a big drain on the bottom, and you just drain it and then refill it. So there's no like bleed in the air system or all like it is on a, a normal an- automobile. All you engine. do is make you can cycle the pump through the uh, active active testing. Yeah. If you want, or you can fire it up, make sure it's full. But because it's a fill system, it's pretty pretty simple, and nice. it's Toyota long life, super long life coolant. So what so, are they every hundred thousand kind of thing on that? Uh, they range between about 128 and 166. Well, yeah, so that's, I mean, that's, that's not bad, pretty, yeah. That's insufficient in my eyes. Like, yeah, it, it's it, really it, not like going to make, yeah. I mean, yeah, if that's that all you're that, doing is, is, is fairly, and you're not doing plugs, fuel filters, air filters, none of that, right? No, there's no fuel filter. Well, the only filters on those are in tanks now. Yeah. So there's no fuel filter. Yeah. Um, the hybrid system is pretty much, don't touch it if you don't have to. No PCV valve, you know, none of that. So the cost of the maintenance on the car is, is, down. is pretty, pretty low. Now, as far as updates, you find, like, you know, you get an iPhone or whatever, you know, every six months they say new update feature. Do you find that with your the hybrid vehicles? Like, there's lots of computer updates? Not really, unless there's, like, a bulletin, like a tech bulletin. A major one. Or a major thing, and it's yeah. a software update maybe for, you know. But no more than, say, a, a regular gas pot. No. A gas engine, I'd say, are probably more. Yeah, probably. <laughs> really, yeah. There's so many updates nowadays, eh? Like, because it relies so much on that, but... They test those things so aggressively, those hybrid systems, and it's it's electrical, so there's not a lot of moving parts in that system. So you work on hybrids. Would you buy a full electric car, knowing kind of what the hybrids are like? Knowing it, 
with my with my commute, yeah. I'd say, yeah, I could get away with it. I could get away with an electric car. Full electric. Full electric. It'd yeah, short to, distance. It'd be have it have to be nice, you know. My commute is pretty short. Yeah. And, uh, but it's one of those. It's more the long trips, right? Like if you're going, oh, I'm gonna go and visit my friend. He lives 400 kilometers away. You know, yeah. I get halfway there, stop. That's, that's the problem with the electric. Yeah, I mean, I think it'd be great, but I, there's no way that I can do it. I'm not sold on the full electric. No. You know, I'm just not they sold on figure it. Out, they got to figure out the fuel cell or something. Once they get that figured out, yeah, then, I'm then we're laughing. I mean, and I love the fact that, you know, they're doing and building all these cars. So that way, once we do crack that fuel cell, boom, we just put them in the car yeah. and away you go. It's not going to, there's nothing. No transition. No transition. They're I'm not going to have them now. I'm still a hydrogen guy, though, man. I don't care. You can electric this, electric. I just want to see the world give out free fuel. Like, if hydrogen yeah. goes on, you can no, use that's water. that's fuel cell, right? Right? That's, like, yeah. I just want to see that. I that's want free energy. Yeah. I would love, that's why. Well, you had ordered one of those kits, did you not? I tried. And No, didn't get one? No. Somebody's got a phone ringing. One of us is ringing. Yeah. That well, one thing mean. I always find funny, too, is, like, we talk about better fuel mileage, right? Yeah. Because you think back in the early 80s, where you had a Mustang that had a 5 liter. Yeah. Had 165 horsepower. And the thing guzzled gas like nobody's business. But you can well, even... Well, that was... That was I, I mean... But you can even light up the right rear wheel, right, on yeah. an open diff, because it was yeah. so underpowered. But it burned fuel like nobody's business. Yeah, and that was the EPA. That's yeah. all the EPA because they had that same five liter five years before that. That produced and, lots of and man, that thing hauled ass, right? But, but now, if you think we still have way more emissions devices on our cars than oh, ever yeah, before, yeah. Yeah. the technology is there, but our fuel mileage is going down. Our our cost of the cars is going up because there's yeah. so much technology in them. They're yep. getting heavier. They're getting bigger. But it's funny if you ever look at fuel tanks, they're getting smaller. So we're not actually... Yeah. Especially in the Toyota lineup. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, it doesn't have make a lot of sense. Gas. But it, it is <laughs> no, kind of funny because, you know, like, oh, wow, this thing's getting six liters per 100K. But I yeah. used to have a 50-liter tank. Now i got a 40-liter tank. Next model's got a 35-liter tank. Yeah. So even though I'm not getting better range. Well, the manufacturers are dictating. Yeah. You know, they're saying, ah, you should only be able to go four, five, six hundred kilometers. There must be some year. formula, like the average yeah. town in this, you know, whatever. But yeah. I always thought that was kind of funny because it's like, you know, I should be able to get X amount of mileage. But yeah, then you're yeah, like, yeah. wait, they've hosed me because my tank is so small. Oh, yeah, I mean, boy, I'd love to be getting four or five, yeah. six liters per hundred kilometers. That's, that's a dream world to be uh, there. Wow. <laughs> I think the Tundra's got to be one of the worst for gas. I mean, that's one of the only complaints I do hear the about the Tundra is the gas tank is just too small. Yeah. And oh, I don't know what they like. And they're pigs, too. They're pigs. They're, they're not, I would say they're average in their class. We, my my truck, know. as my truck runs right now, yeah. gets better economy than a new Tundra. Yeah? What does yeah. a new Tundra say in for economy? I have no idea what they say, but I don't Well, yeah, I mean, you, you can't know, believe yeah. what they say anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> To believe, uh, but you Toyota know, hasn't been sued yet on false fuel claims yet. Yeah, they're they're the only ones. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're actually. So let's look that up. Tundra. Yeah, I, that's the biggest complaint I've seen. Yeah, the Tundra, economy. like it's, it's, people are happy with them. Yeah, like I mean, the overall. My buddy lo- will not. There, Jeff. Either yeah. there is he is not getting rid of his Tundra. He loves that thing to death. I mean, but he says straight. He says it's just a pig. Yeah, so, it's a pig. So they say. Uh, in the city, 17.2 liters per 100 kilometers, and highway 12.9. Yeah. Oh, I would love to see you get 12.9. Uh, um, no, I'm going to say it's, <laughs> yeah. it's 17 highway. Yeah. Well, I mean, but I, it, where are we, 
right? We're not in Arizona, you know what I mean, or something. We're in the mountains. We're constantly going up and down and up and yeah. down and up and down. And you're not I got vacuum leaks, exhaust leaks. I got a timing <laughs> problem. I got more things wrong with my truck. And I did the math the other day, and I do, I'm doing about 16 liters per 100 kilometers. And that's going up and down the mountains. That's not awful. And I know my buddy Toyota is using more than yours that. Yours is a 2004. And I know. You're, like, the tech, where is the technology? I think it, like the fuel efficiency should be better. It should, yeah. They got, they got to make yeah. it. Yeah. This guy's brand new truck should yeah. have way better economy than mine. Even my friend with the new so. Ford, the same as my truck, but he's got this twin turbo EcoBoost motor. And I got another friend who's got the five liter. And our economy numbers are really right about the same. And same with power and everything. You know, so you that's think, why I talked to you about. I don't but do you want think the EPA is, is part of the truck. reason why we don't have like? There's the somebody EPA holding is definitely. Yeah, somebody's holding us back, right? The EPA is is a blunder because they have to have cars that are that they can make, like like army cars. Well, it's still the like, test that I want to go back and do, and I want to take a 1970 something, a 1950 something, a 1990 something, and a and a 2000 and something and do a road test on somewhat similar cars and get those honest-to-God numbers. I mean, I understand emissions. I understand NOx. I understand all these things. The EPA went after big trucks. Um, that's why Caterpillar's out of the business. The EPA said, we want you to have these numbers. And, and everybody said, we can't do that. The only thing we can do is we can put the cyclones on it to capture all the soot, and then we'll just dispose of the soot in a dump. And that's an $8,000 system. That's all we can do. Caterpillar says, fine, we're not making motors for trucks anymore. Yeah. You know, they just kind of went straight out with it, right? It's a stupid idea. It's a stupid system. But once the EPA gets something in their head, then that's it. We all got to do it. I mean, how much of this Volkswagen stuff would be negligible? It wouldn't have even happened if it wasn't for the EPA. Other <laughs> countries, but other, I mean, I, I don't know much about it, but other countries have the same EPA sort of agency and you know America is where this big problem come together right so so get this get this though. this is my kind of whole and thing Trump wants to kill I want to know EPA if you think that I have some kind of leg to stand on with this theory right so if manufacturers knowingly hold back fuel economy like knowingly build cars that are harder on fuel than they actually have the technology for yeah. right Shouldn't they be charged? Like, well, but no, shouldn't, but they, like, my point is, you, shouldn't I, they be the I reason why we're you. like, you know, the you know ozone layer is depleting? If they're holding back, well, cars, I agree with you, but they're holding back because all these other places outside are telling them that they have to. Is that it though? Because yeah, that, yeah, that person should be responsible for our global warming if that's what, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I, if somebody's holding back fuel, they're responsible for what's yeah. going on. Well, look at this Volkswagen thing. So. Their emissions are a little bit lower because they cheated, right? But now when they remove that cheat, they use more fuel. <laughs> I know, it's like right? I don't even so get it. So where's the, the, I mean, there's a formula there somewhere. I, I, there's a formula <laughs> it's there like that's going to be somewhere. It's like the stock markets. They're yeah. reselling them to somebody else and selling them to somebody else. It's like, yeah, exactly. They make You're, the formula so hard nobody understands it just because they want to sell more fuel. Yeah. And, and build cars. Peter yeah. to pay Paul. It's, oh, yeah. it just doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. And to me, like, the fact of the matter is if you take off some of that pollution control stuff, the car, the engine runs, runs longer, runs, runs, runs better. better, and runs cleaner. Yeah. Like, to me, it just... Well, like we know, like if you do any emissions testing, like five gas or whatever yeah, like that, yeah. Yeah. you know putting more fuel in it, the engine runs so much smoother. Yeah. If you get into any new car, I don't care who makes it, yeah. you sit at a stoplight in drive with your foot on the brake and just feel that car vibrate. Yeah. How many times do people get out of an old car 
like say they're buying their first car in 20 years. Yeah. They get into a new car. It's at the shop. And they're like, what's wrong with my car? Well, nothing. Well, what do you mean? My old car didn't do it. And it doesn't get nearly as good a mileage. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. They're leading them out so far. They, yeah. Right. And then as, yeah. Soon, as soon as you got that, you've got all kinds of other emission stuff going on. You yeah, know, you're getting... Your knocks goes yeah. up. Everything goes up, right? So now you got two cats. Yeah. you yeah. got air injection. Which pumps. aren't exactly good for the environment either, right? Yeah. Like cats. Never mind the, the cost of building cat. all this stuff and all these houses. The manufacturing and all this, cost. You know. And all the yeah. sensors and all oh, the yeah. stuff going into it. Yeah. Oof, so, we're going to get shot now. The manufacturers are going to yeah. <laughs> We've defrauded them. But like, it's a know, money grab. News to everybody. The automotive <coughs> business is a money grab. Well, it's like I was talking about that boat motor of mine, you know, that was in a 1970 Nova. Yeah. Little four-cylinder, uh, 153 cubic inch, right? Two and a half liter. So I'd really like to find something, whether Toyota or whatever it is, that has a two and a half liter motor, give or take. I mean, the GT86 is a two liter, right? The two, they got a 2.5 liter. And take the 70 Nova. They got a 2.5 liter hybrid, too. Yeah, yeah. But I, I don't know, just gas, gas to gas. And I want to compare them. And I want to compare, I want to, you know, t- t- uh, analyze the emissions and the horsepower and all these numbers. Somebody and to see out the reality. There. Sponsor us to do this. Somebody out yeah. there. No, somebody with a GT86 or something with a 2.2 to two and a half liter engine come to us and somebody with a 70 Nova with a four banger like you're going to find that right <laughs> nobody that's will been admit to out. it <laughs> yeah, that's been ripped yeah. out in 350 before yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. I'm just curious I mean that's the end of it like it's the argument right are we better than we were right you know how simple that you know how simple that two and a half liter was in the 70 Nova yeah there was an electric line going into it an electric line coming out of it a fuel line going into it and that was it and a vacuum line going out there was Four hoses and an engine, and that was it. Did MythBusters ever go for something? Check out that. Like, that'd be something a MythBusters show it, should do. It would be kind of a MythBusters. But they probably show. not it's a allowed dream to. Of mine. They're probably never allowed to. Like if you been, put yeah, that on, yeah. you're, you're off the air. Yeah, <laughs> you're shut down curious. and disappeared. Yeah, yeah. you're yeah, never be, getting a job again. Or with even take a '70s Toyota, you know, with a two-liter in it. Like I didn't even like a Tercel or you know something like that. A Corona or you know a Corona or Cressida. <laughs> And compare it with a Camry or a Corolla. I mean, it would be really cool to do Corolla to Corolla. Yeah. I mean, 50 years Corolla now, right? I mean, yeah. that's a, like, you know. But let's, it is at the same time, you won't get me out of my Corolla right now because I've got leather, heated seats. No, no, no. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm only talking engine to engine. Yeah. I'm talking performance fuel, numbers, fuel. fuel economy, emissions. I, I really wonder if we're that better off with the technology that's in your Corolla. That that technology is very expensive, very expensive. Is it necessary? Yeah. That's what I want to know. That's Wait, what I want to see. Anybody out there listening with a 20, 30, 40 year old Corolla, come and talk to us. Stupid about cars. <laughs> you can trust us. We well, <laughs> you know, and the other thing is funny. All right, if if you want to go and like rip on a car. Yeah. You don't think of anything new, right? No. Yeah. Like, if you want to yeah. go and have, like, a hoot and holler and good time, you think, I'm going to go get myself, like, an 80s Golf manual. Yeah. It's a junky engine, right? Uh, yeah, the yeah, old yeah, engine. Yeah. It wasn't that powerful. Yeah. It didn't sound great. Yeah. But it was just a fun car to drive, right? Yeah. Well, we talked about this before, the old G, the, the old GTIs. Yeah. Oh, that thing was amazing. They keep coming up, eh? Like, yeah. they bought, like, but, it, but yeah. you know, or you buy an old Civic or something like that. You never yeah. hear about a guy who's like, oh, I took out my 2016 
blah. Yeah. And but I'm going to make the argument. Because they're still and, making and payments on it. <laughs> GT86. GT yeah. I mean, that's what that car is. And it's and they're bringing that back. And I just, I love that. Driver's cars. You know? Yeah. But, yeah, but it's taken, like, still, though, it's hard. Ford, it's hard to make it justifiable on a $30,000 car that you, yes. you're going to have to get to work the next day. Yeah. So if you go out to, say, you go down to the city or whatever to a track. Yeah. Or, you know, you rent out an airport and you're ripping on it. Yeah. It's hard to justify taking your 30, starting 000, at $30,000 yeah. car, yeah. ripping on it for a few hours, and then driving it to work on Monday and saying, hey, this is a it's good... It's hard. It's hard. But that's the purpose behind it. I mean, yeah. you know... So in 20 years, we'll be back here talking about... <laughs> remember the 86? That's Porsche. <laughs> yeah. That sums you up never Porsche. know, right? Right. All Porsches. I mean, that's to me, that's their... You know, yeah. drive it to work, drag get groceries. No, they're not $30,000, but... Take it to the trap and mean you're top of the track when you. What's what's the best seller at your dealership? Tacoma. Tacoma's got to be eh? Hands down, we sell probably five to one any other car. I'm wow. just, like, I, that's why I don't like. You look at all the lists, though. I think it's so funny because you do like drive or um, all the things for the best selling truck. You know, F150 always wins. I would it, I, if Tacoma was in that same class, I think it would win. Yeah. I would. I I don't know. Like, the Tacoma is just a good size. Yeah. Because yeah. if you don't need a big truck. You're like, not hauling anything. Like, but like, what, what, how, how now are they with the new Canyon in Colorado? I guess that's their... I mean, I'm, I'm, those, I'm really impressed by those trucks. The little diesel, little two-and-a-half-liter diesel. And, and like, is Toyota going to wake up and say, well, why don't we just take the Hilux diesel, this diesel, or that? And put it in the exact same on the body. Shelf. I know. But, just, see, but then it comes all back to emissions and our diesel here. Like, look at Volkswagen mm. when they had the True. the Touareg, yeah. the V10. Yeah. Everyone loved the V10 yeah. until they blew up because our <laughs> diesel here is so yeah. garbage. Yeah. Well, nobody bought them either because they were ungodly money. And expensive to right. fix. Like, but yeah. I had a friend that went who worked at Volkswagen and says that's all he did all day long. Really? Was them, them coked up because people didn't maintain them. If you got a place that's got clean right. diesel, people that actually care about maintaining their vehicle... Yeah. That's not North America. We no, got dirty no, diesel, no, and we people diesel. feel that it's their right to drive, not, you know. Yeah, that's that's a shame. I, but we don't have the infrastructure at the same time to give you that option of taking a train like they do exactly. in Europe, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it, I mean, I guess that could be one of the reasons why we don't have such fuel-efficient cars compared to Europe, because they do have another option in Europe if they're not driving. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, you're, you're not going to go and buy a gas pig. You're going to go and... Take the train. Yeah. And if you're not, you're going to buy a cheap car on cheap fuel. Yeah. yeah, if you look at anywhere else what would be considered the developed world, you think of any yeah. Asian country, any European country, anywhere like that, beautiful infrastructure for transportation. Um, I, it's, yeah, but we're comparing this to B.C., there's nothing here. No. Yeah, and, I guess Ontario's and, a little different, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, other places that I've been, the massive infrastructure. And you can just hop on a bus and go from town to town or a train. Yeah. BC's awful. I mean, it's absolutely awful. I mean, I compared so, to England, but England, the size of England compared to Canada. I mean, the infrastructure well, is obviously tiny. a you lot. You can drive <laughs> coast to coast in a couple yeah. hours, right? Yeah. You yeah. pass like, like 10 towns in like 20 yeah. minutes in England. <laughs> yeah. like, you know? And you can train or bus anywhere. I mean, yeah. I'm just saying like BC's, we're comparing, but infrastructure of BC is awful. It's horrible. They didn't yeah. think about it and they have none and it's just atrocious. Yeah. Right? But the rest of the world infrastructure is actually pretty solid. And the states, you go to the states and 
you know, places that are like the busiest. The stages spread out too, though. I mean, there, there's gaps. I mean, I guess you're comparing country to city. Obviously, well, I mean, I'm, no, I mean, no, I'm comparing cities. I mean, BC yeah. has no infrastructure in the city. There's no trains. I can't hop on a train. Well, I can't. I can take the Rocky Mountaineer for three hundred and eighty dollars in six yeah, hours cheap. to get down to Vancouver <laughs> when I can drive it in 45 minutes, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, you know, they don't have a, 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 you know, a go train or <laughs> yeah. a speed train. There's none of that in BC whatsoever. So that's a, you know. Yeah, it's a, I mean, that could be why, yeah, maybe that is why they can yeah. offer fuel. They don't get fuel efficient cars here because there's nothing to compete with, right? Yeah, maybe. So maybe it's the fuel companies. I mean, it's funny. Everybody always says it's the fuel companies, right? But it's the fuel companies that are just not providing a good enough diesel. I mean, if they cleaned up their act a little bit, you know, would we But then their diesel is more to? money in Europe than our diesel here, right? You're going to yeah. pay but more. But we're starting to see we're starting to see more and more and more. I mean, there's more BMWs and yeah. all sorts of companies that are starting to bring in the So diesels. to the point though, then, then when they you know, they say, you know, your carbon footprint and if so if oil companies are not producing quality diesel so that yeah. cars can't run on the diesel here. Isn't it their fault that the global warming is happening then? Pretty much. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, if they're that, like, because they won't take a bit more out of their production? Yeah. <laughs> like, but the same question is when, when somebody goes in and buys that Volkswagen Tourer with that big V10 diesel for 90 grand or whatever the hell it was, does the sales guy tell them, okay, look, this is what you're going to have to do because their diesel fuel here is kind of crappy. So. You know, change this filter, do this, do that, do Throw this, do that. In. And I don't, I don't, I don't know if they are doing that or not. So who's the blame for that? Yeah. But you know, another question we asked: uh, um, What's your favorite make a car? Oh, that's a that's a tough one. It's a tough one, it, and I mean, I know you're a Toyota guy, and you drive a Toyota, you work for Toyota, you love Toyota. You know what? I have to say, I, I leaned towards. I like the BMWs. Yeah. BMWs. I like BMWs because yeah. I've had one. Yeah. Um, what did you have? Sorry. I had a 3 Series 318. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah. And I had the cup suspension on it, all oh, that nice, jazz. So nice, nice, little, little car on rails. Yeah, yeah. But I just, I think as a company, they do really well. Yeah. Because they're not, they're not a huge company. They're not like, when you think of BMW, they're not like um, Honda. They're yeah. not like Toyota. Toyota. And they've stuck really close. Like, if you take out any BMW yeah. and you drive it, it's that driver's car. It is a driver's Even car. Even if you get a base model, it still handles great. Yep. It may not be quick. No. And then if you take out one of their performance cars, yeah. and they, they have levels of their performance. Yeah, you take out do. one of their M4s now. Yeah. That thing's on the ragged edge, but you're in control. Yeah. You take out an M5, and you're just like, wow, this thing's the greatest car in the world. Yeah. My favorite thing about BMW is they never really tried, well, they didn't get into the front-wheel drive market. No. They're like one no. of those manufacturers are like, no. we're just going to stick with real well, drive They're driver's cars. Yeah. It's the ultimate driving experience. And that was the, I mean, even to watch that, you know, how's it made or whatever, that stupid show. You sit there and watch like, yeah, I mean, it's pretty impressive of what they do to build that car. The they're preloading yeah, suspension right. before they insert yeah. the axles. And I mean, they wow. honestly don't rust either. Like they're, yeah. they Solid. dip those bodies. Like, 300,000 of hard kilometers on mine. Yeah. I beat on that thing. It had Brembo brakes on it. Yeah, thing yeah. could stop on a dime. And they always they were always over braked. Yeah, they. Yeah. But but the only thing I don't like now is they got too many numbers in their lineup. They got too many models. They do. Because yeah. you know I was following the yeah. other day. I didn't even know what it was. Yeah. It was debadged, and it just had the uh, BMW emblem. I'm like I don't even know what I'm following. That's hilarious. I like, saw one the other day. It was like a smush. Looked like a, one of those dogs with the face is smushed in. Yeah. BMW. Do you know the car I'm talking about? Yeah. What is that thing? One I don't know. Yeah, is that the like one you're X1 talking about? X1 or X, well, I don't even know what they are. Yeah. I don't know. But, it looked, like yeah. it used to be. It was, it was kind three, of like an edge, but five, like seven. 
and maybe a six, and maybe an eight, and I okay. Why do they always but, stick to the odd numbers, anyways? I don't, I don't know, but you know what? Not I liked anymore. it. No, I liked it because yeah. you had your three series, which you knew it was for us. Yeah. yeah, it was for the guys that Working. we didn't. We wanted a fun car to drive, but we could still take the wife and kids. And then when and you came grew up, all-wheel drive. When you grew up, you got yourself a five. Yeah, and you knew your grandpa, who had way too much money and didn't know what to do, was driving a, a driving seven a series. Seven. Yeah, worst car ever made. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> they are, but man. They, we were, we were, we were just out of Vegas. Things. No, we were just out of Vegas. Sit on the side of someone's driveway. We're just in Vegas and waiting for the uh, in the cab lineup, and this guy just walked over. Guys, you guys want a cab? You're like, yeah, we're going to the airport. He's like, come on, I'll take you. You know, they always do that. It's always the scam, and then they want a million dollars, right? Like, no, 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 dude. It's like, no, man, it's gonna be like forty bucks to get to the airport. Come on, man, forty bucks. Let's go. It's like forty bucks. Let's go. So sure enough, the guy's got a seven fifty IL. I mean, we made it to the airport in record time. What an amazing drive! It was a really, really nice car. It was a brand new seven fifty IL. Yeah, you know that was just cool. I hope we're gonna send a new. Like honestly, we've had a few people on the show now, and it's getting scary because everybody's choosing German cars. Uh, Everybody. And I think one of the best. I know, like they are though. Like, and these are random people. These aren't like anybody. Like everybody's chosen German. Wait, because they like. The BMW, you, we think of it driver's car. Well, that's and they've what, stuck yeah. to their mo- If you look at the Audis, I still say the Audi cars are some yeah. of the nicest looking because oh, yeah. cool. can, you yeah. can get like the base model A4 or whatever it is, yeah. and it looks like a million dollars. It looks like the R8. You know what missing. I mean? There's something missing from the Audi, from like the A4 and the A8. I don't know what it is. There's something. They just look like a car. I think it's because you can buy, it's like you can buy a Volkswagen with the same stuff on it. Mm. Maybe that's what it is. I mean, because but I look at a Vol- like a yeah. BMW, like oh, that's a good looking car. They've but got the, some style, some grace. The Audis are just missing to me. But they've they done the exact something. same thing as BMW, though. There's so many models, oh, and I find I found that's the problem with every manufacturer yeah. Yeah. is that there's so many models to choose from. Yeah. But in that market class where most of us are, if you're not a truck guy, if you're a car guy, yeah. Yeah. you're looking at like the Corollas, the Civics, the A4 with a little bit more money, stuff like that. Yeah. But they've all started to look the same. And they don't differentiate each other. Blend together. They all blend together, and they all like, oh, the new models more raked. Well, that's what those guys released last week. Uh, Yeah, exactly. You look out on the street, and it's car, 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 car. That's all it is. And every now and then, you see something nice go by. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is usually a truck. (laughs) But (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, there's nothing distinguishing. I think Subaru. I mean, there's one thing to be said about Subaru is they stuck to really three major cars, right? Like. You got your Impreza, you got your Forester, and you got yep. your Legacy. And, and you got your models in there, yeah. but they're, they differentiate themselves easily. Easily, yeah. 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 And I yeah, you know when you see an STI, you know, oh, WRX. Yeah. You, you look know. compared to a Forester. Yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. well, I was thinking, like, the like this goes back. We never had them here. Yeah. There's a couple in Vancouver because I've seen them. Yeah. But the Ford Escort Cosworth. Oh. That just, thing is a... Oh. They were just thing. talking about it on the podcast the other day. Like, what's the chances of that? Oh, but, you man. know, like, no, growing yeah. up, growing up, like, I I like the Toyotas. I've yeah. been a Toyota fan for a while. Yeah. So I had, I actually had a um, SD165 Celica Alltrack. Nice. So turbo, all-wheel those drive. Those were cool. Those were cool cars. That was a cool car. Yeah. But, you know what? As cool as even owning one of those. Yeah. When the first time I ever saw a Cos- uh, Cosworth, Cosworth Escort yeah. driving on the highway, yeah. I fell in love. Yeah. And I've loved them since. Yeah. And, you know, it's one of those great cars that looks amazing, but it wasn't a good car. In the sense yeah. that it was a base model car. Yeah. 
with a goofy ass wing that no one had ever seen before. Nope. Yep. That went like stink. Went like stink. Yeah, they were awesome. But if you look at the back end of that thing, it has the dumbest wing you've ever oh, seen. Oh, it's awful. It's awful. Yeah, and what was the other ones? The the Mercur. Yeah. Mercur XR4Ti. Yeah. You know. And, oh. I just Googled it. Yeah, they, I mean, yeah. They were it's a cool not a, looking car. But here's yeah. the thing. The front end on that car is epically good because yeah. Oh, yeah. it's aggressive but plain. There was a few men back then that they made some awesome cars. They made that. There was the... Uh, the uh, what is was that Dodge Omni? Um, oh, um, the 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 GT uh, Shelby. Yeah, the GLHS yeah. or whatever it was. And the nineties were yeah. a good time for cool oh, cars. Man, yeah, Ugh. like super hot hatch. Yeah, you know when we really got cool cars, and then this whole wave. The I say the two thousands were the worst. Eighties for uh, cars. No, no, eighties, man. Eighties. No, no, because oh, name a cool car awesome in eighties, man. When. Everything in the 80s. It it's made me a cool car in the 80s. GNA. Well, I mean, you know, the... the what? Come on. Yeah. It came in, off the top Cat, of my yeah, head. Exactly. Wow, that Dodge Omni. It's not that, a cool car. That though. Dodge Omni in the old... There's about 300,000 more cars I'd pick over that car. Oh, that thing was an amazing car, man. But 2000s had some yeah, cool cars. Corvettes. Shelby was... Yeah, no, no, but yeah, but a Corvette... OBD2 you can't came use in. a Corvette because yeah. they've been pretty well timeless, right? Yeah. Since they, like yeah. the first Corvette was pretty cool. Even yeah. though it wasn't a really good car, it was pretty cool. Oh, it was junk, cool. the old Blue Flame Special, yeah. But it yeah. had a V8 and rear-wheel drive. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if you actually think, like, you think of the, as soon as you say, oh, what was your, the best cars out of Japan in the 90s? You're like, 300ZX, Supra, yep. you know, yeah, Skyline, yeah. any of those things. Those yeah. pop into your head. When you think of the 2000s, like, we're talking, say, yeah. 2000 Nothing. to 2008. Viper. Yeah. No, it came out in 90. Four? Yeah, 90. What came out in 2000? Nothing. Nothing. Because that was a fuel crisis. Bikini Zonda. Yeah, yeah. Huh? Yeah. So 2000s really were the worst year for cars. Yeah. Look look at anything. Any manufacturer, they really didn't make anything too cool. I think I'm judging them on the way they look, too, because I never really liked any of the cars the way they looked in the 80s. Like, visually, the 80s cars weren't. Were terrible. Like a Dodge Daytona. (laughs) Come on. Really? Yeah, no. An 80s Tracel was a good running car, but it didn't look, wasn't very appealing. There there was nothing really that (laughs) stood out in the 80s that looked good. No, not really. Besides maybe an old Mercedes Benz or something. There was some cool 80s cars um, that looked cool. M3. M3 did, yeah. 80s M3. That was a. Changed that body style. Yeah, and they went to the quad lamps. Yeah. And that was a pretty cool car. Yeah. I mean, I could sit in front of a computer and I could find you a whole bunch that were in the, the 80s that were cool. I want to know yeah, what's cool in the 2000s now, though. Yeah, what was cool? Was Because they killed off everything. Yeah. But the E, I wouldn't know. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Not yeah. even in this end. Didn't have anything. I mean, you can go to the 2000s and start getting into the the hyper cars and stuff like that. Because yeah. that's sort of kind of where Yeah, it's yeah, hybrid right? cars came out. You could, yeah, like they had like the uh, Porsche. Uh, but it was all Carrera, fuel efficient. Carrera came out. Yeah, and, yeah. But if we're talking like generic the stuff Boxster. that if you could go out and buy, like yeah. to, tomorrow if you said Nothing. I got five to ten grand to go blow on a project car that's going to be mm. awesome. There's nothing in the 2000s that I would go and really buy. No. I take that money and go buy a Corolla. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would buy a 2000 Suburban though to me. I like Suburbans. Yeah. See, it'd go older style Suburban. So let's just get that. So let's take another look at this thing. What is the best decade for cars? 10-year period. 
Right, that's I like the 60s. Impossible. I like the 60s. Like if I, I mean, was gonna 60s cars. 60s are good, but because 60s are awesome, absolutely. But there was a lot of stuff before them that was just awesome. See, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it out there. 90 to 2000. Oh, now yeah? the reason is because that was when we had the Japanese wars. The yeah. big power, horsepower wars. So you started to see these supercars. Fuel efficiency wasn't so much of a deal. Well, like everything was right at 276 horsepower. But how does a twin <laughs> yeah. turbo anything? <laughs> yeah. You know, we had like the rotary engines that were, if you ever, if yeah. you go on YouTube yeah. and type in RX-7 Dino Run. Yeah, yeah. You're seeing, oh, it's insane. Yeah. It's insane. You look at. Well, they came, in, that was a cool car. Too. Like you type RX-7, in Skyline. Those days were a cool yeah. car. Well, exactly. Skyline. So amazing. if you were th- thinking like that, like pure, yeah. you know, let's, let's go throw it out there and like tuner. Let's the one that really became a rage to have a year like a sports car here. Yeah, that wasn't North American. No, we're not talking yeah. big we're block Chevy. We're not no. talking V8 power. We're talking sports, sports induction. Yeah, the 90s yeah. was good for us. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I agree. I That's just got too stuff. much old blood in me, maybe, man. I'm just yeah, just me too. I mean, I think I'm like fifties. I'm back in the fifties. Yeah, well, there's we'll there's, there's yeah. the bucket load of the bucket load of cars from the sixties, and that would be cool, like. To say, hey, I got a Cuda, yeah, well, and I dropped in a, you know, yeah. See, that's the thing. I'm like my, I love today's technology as far as, you know, you turn the key and the engine starts. You don't have to warm it up, yeah. like that part. Fuel efficiency, blah blah blah. But styling wise, visually wise, sixties and cars and fifties cars way better looking. Oh man, the 50s like even the old Volvos, super cool looking, right? Like thirties and forties style. Don't yeah. even talk about Volvos in the nineties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, that was one of the worst years. I, well, I would say more two thousands for Volvo was was kind of a bad time, but yeah. I don't know. I, I, I just I'm passionate about cars. Yeah, no doubt. And stupid about you have cars to say at the same though. time. That is a good looking car. No, yeah, that yeah, is yeah, a that's car. the uh, '98 Supra. Yeah, yeah, and that was a stupid. That's a cool car, car for today. Though. If that car came yeah. out today, that would be a cool car. Yeah, and but that's what I mean. Yeah, but like, they couldn't come up with that today because of the GTR. No, I mean the Supra was awesome. It was quick. It was fast. It was everything but the GTR. So that's what I mean. I'm waiting for what Toyota is going to do. I mean, this well, is a whole other subject, but well, like they they brought out the new NSX. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. That's supposed to be the same principle that it came out with in the early 90s. That was a clutch robot, yeah. and that thing was cool. That thing was yep. cool. And it wasn't a supercar, per se, because it had a V6, V6 from a camera. Yeah, it was V6, yeah. Or, you know, a V6 from an Accord, right. sorry. Yeah. But it revved to the moon, that car. Yeah. Holy smokes. And it sounded great. It, sounded it looked great. great. It's an awesome car. Great. It's a really, really awesome so car. So they're coming out with a new one. So we can only assume. We'll see what it's going to be. We can assume they that Toyota, Toyota has to it. have something in the works in the background. Mm-hmm. I I don't know, but they have to be well, coming the LFA, out with them. You know, you got the LFA out there. Does Lexus have like a sport? Like, because you know, Lexus have a sporty kind of car, like yeah, a super LFA. The LFA. Is that the LFA? The LFA. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, but it's, it's pretty serious. It's also four or five hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> but right? it is one so of the, the technology is there then, so they yeah. could. Take well, but it's, I mean, but you take the Nissan GTR. I mean, like, bang for the buck. Like all these other cars that are coming out there, and nothing's coming close to performance. Oh yeah, they just—I think they broke the world speed record in the GTR. Yeah, probably. Like it's like like that thing is a beast. It's an oh. insane beast. I've I've raced it on a racetrack, and the the the, the, the car drives more than you drive. But that's the it's, one thing I that I am, am disappointed in it because I remember a few years when it first, have you driven on a racetrack? I haven't driven on a racetrack. There's no disappointment. It's amazing. But why like, wouldn't it be though? But like when I because uh, 
I'm a big Porsche fan too. Yep. Like I like 911 turbos. I like things like the GT2s. You yep. like Porsches. I've never been a big fan of Porsches. Love I like Porsches. Yeah. I've driven a, a handful of them. Like I've driven 35 DP2, 635 horsepower going around a track. Nice. That was awesome. What, you know, like I remember when the the G, uh, GTR first came out. Yeah. And they pitted against the 911 turbo. Yeah. And they said it kills the 911 turbo because of the electronics. But if you look at the 911 of that generation, everything was mechanical. Pretty much, yeah. You had a six-speed manual. You had two big turbos. Yep. Two big turbos. And the all-wheel drive system was completely mechanical. Yep. And yet it was not that much slower than the GTR. No, not no. Well, that's Dave's argument. I mean, Dave (laughs) Dave's always saying, like, yeah, well, it's not that much slower. It's well, not that much get, faster. Yeah. It's, it's a small margin. A small margin. Um, but what but I'm saying, though, is... In today's world, those margins are... I mean, Porsche, first of all, never mind that they have the ability to put a rear-engine car and not have it go sideways and round around a track the wrong way. It's That's just an amazement and enough right there. But, yeah, I totally agree. But if you look at the new Porsches, you look at the new Ferraris, you look at all these new cars, they've realized... We need all this electronic crap. Yeah. We got to have all this crap to make these cars go faster. Well, yeah. traction controls, yeah. I mean, it's got to be. There's well, only so much power that they can put down on the road. Well, yeah. Like, like even like launching, you, we watch some of these supercars. Yeah. We, I just, I took out a McLaren. Right. Whew. B1? I, t- I took out a 570S. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. So that thing is rip roaring fast. Yeah. 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 But I can tell you without traction control. Yeah. If you slam the throttle. Oh, it's so much fun. It would just well, it just lights up the back so, end. Yeah, you're so, not going anywhere. So. You're not going anywhere. Yeah. I followed a guy in the, in the city. Yeah. All right. So I, it's pouring rain. We're on a big like we're like eight lane road. How far did you drive this thing from school? Uh, no, I wasn't driving that. Oh, I okay. was following a guy in a McLaren. Yeah. The McLaren I drove here was in the dry, <laughs> and right. the traction control was engaging yeah, when you yeah. touched the throttle. Yeah. Oh yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm following a guy in the exact same car, but in the city, and he is going slow. Like he yeah. is basically almost hazard slow. Because every time he tried to get going, the back ends were chirping. Just it up. Yeah. And, it, you know, it's just the nature of that. Yep. No, I drove the MP412C, and that was... I've never driven any cool cars compared uh, to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> what have I got? Nothing. But some of the... Uh, it's funny, Porsche though. 911, so, I guess. So, like, the same day that I was driving the GTR, I was driving the Ferrari Scuderia. Yep. Right? That's a terrible and name. A scooter, a it's scooter. A scud. I know, but it's a scuderia. The scuderia. What did you drive today? Yeah, F four. A scooter. A scuderia. <laughs> yeah, and it it um, I mean, it's got all the electronics in it and everything too, but not to the degree of the GTR. That was was what really got me, you know. I mean, I I went sideways in the scuderia, you know, a few times. <laughs> Stop saying. It. Right, I went sideways in it, but I couldn't go sideways in the GTR, you know. So the level of electronics in that is just, you know, beyond anything. And then there's levels, right? Turn it down, turn it down, turn it up, turn it up, you know, for the traction control. The McLaren was the same thing. It's got like, you know, three, four levels of. I mean, I think that's a good option to have: traction or just sideways every second. Sideways every go. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Awesome fun. But. 
Yeah, I'll never get there. But that's what half a million gets you, right? I could yeah. never spend a half a million on a car, though. No. Like, I'm a car guy, yeah. and I love cars, but I could never. But you, you, I would you go don't feed love somebody. performance cars. I don't, I don't mind them. No, but yeah, so you don't mind exactly. them. So obviously, you're not okay, going to spend right. the money, right? If no. I had the money, if I win the $50 million lottery, there's a few cars that I am definitely going to buy. But $500,000 car? Like, yeah, you yeah, could get yeah. a pretty cool car for like one fifty. Yeah, but, but it's, here's but the it's other way thing. faster than yours. But not way faster, though. Just it, like a no, minute faster. You're a loser <laughs> if I'm a winner. That's all that matters <laughs> yeah, what, Well, I will say this is, like, as great as those cars are, and I love them. Yeah. You know, they're the, they're the thing that every boy who likes cars has them on his wall. Yeah, yeah. Because they're epic, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, at the end of the day... You can't park at Walmart and go get toilet paper. No. no. Which we all know. <laughs> you just got to put it on your roof. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, but, with a Porsche, you could. With a Porsche, you can't. A GTR, you could. But if you go... You can, can you go do it in the 86? The Toyota 86? Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, you could take that money, say, like yeah. if you had that 100 million or even 150. Yeah. And you could get something like that 86. Yeah. And you could put in... You know, hey, I got seventy thousand. Yeah, yeah. You put forty grand into make it. That you're going to make that thing a go kart on the road. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. For it's sure. going to be quick enough that you're going to beat all those supercars. Yeah, yeah. they're going to kill you at one hundred and fifty-eight thousand miles an hour. <laughs> yeah, but, but when are you ever going to do that? But, when well, you but that's gonna... the GTR you're describing. I mean, that's it's you know hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, you know, and you've got something that's pretty much faster than any car ever built. It's a huge car though on the road. But yeah, but you can. You see them at malls. Yeah. You know, and guys like Vancouver. (laughs) No, I mean you see them. It's not that expensive. You go to UBC. (laughs) Yeah, but you got guys driving around in hundred plus thousand dollar trucks that were just on this show. It's less than that truck. Yeah. And it's and if that's what you don't want a truck, you want a car in performance. You can get literally the best performance car in the world. Take it to get groceries. Use it to go to work. And take it to the trap and beat everybody. Senseless. That's a cool yeah. thing. Like that. That's, that's what that's, that's, so that what, that's what makes a great car. Because you got like we talked. Just we'll call those hypercars. They're not supercars. Yeah. Because a GTR is a supercar. Yeah. Because you can go and pick up your granny. Yeah. Take her out for breakfast. Yeah. Take her home and Do her some spine, donuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah but her yeah, spine yeah. won't shatter. No, exactly. Because yeah. the McLaren was probably as nice as the McLaren suspension is. It's, it's stiff. Nice. Yeah, oh, it's, it's got to be yeah. when you're doing 180 down but, the highway. But like it's an active but it's, suspension. It's probably the softest suspension out of all the hypers. Yeah, because it's yeah. so active. Yeah. But you still you hit any little road imperfection, yeah, you know what insane. you hit it. Yeah, absolutely. This. The GTR, you're probably fine. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah. You're fine. So you could pick up your granny, take yeah. her out for breakfast, take her home, go get groceries, stop at Starbucks, yeah. have a bunch of like hooligan kids take pictures with you, get back in your car, drive to the city, go see a movie with your lady friend, and you get home. Yep. Yeah. On a tank of gas. Yeah. It's and an on amazing, the highway, it's an you, amazing, amazing car. It's but just, if you tried to do that with any hypercar, no. You're pulled over by the police. Yeah. Someone scratched you because you took four spots yeah. in a park. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the GTR is a, a big car, but those supercars are big, big, big cars. Yeah. So what's the coolest car you've ever driven in, Bear? Like when you're like, never forget driving this car. No, there's been too many that I never Lucky forget you. driving. How many? Yeah. What about you, Sean? Yeah. You know, I'm going to say my 83 Toyota Tercel. Okay. <laughs> Just the performance, you couldn't yeah, beat it. it was, you know, the blue bomb. That thing was something else. Was, yeah, I don't know. Two. There's two. One of them was the noise. 
Yeah. And one was the experience. The first time I ever was in like a supercar yeah. was a 911 Turbo. Like yeah. a n- early 2000s. Yeah. Yeah. So I know the car. Yeah. yeah. And uh, that was the first time I'd ever been in a car with like that kind of power. And the noise of the turbos with the windows down yeah, yeah, yeah. was epically oh, amazing. If you've amazing. never experienced yeah. something like that, that was yeah. a cool thing to experience. So that, and I was young when that happened. So it was like yeah. that put Life an impact. changing. Yeah, yeah. The next one was the sound. Not so much the driving experience was a Ferrari 430. Yeah, 430. And I had a a titanium aftermarket exhaust. And at 3,000 RPM, it was like the end of the world was happening behind me. And then when you shift gears. Yeah, and then it's like pop, 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 pop. It's, I mean, it shifts gears faster than you can blink your eyes. Yeah. Ready? It shifted. Yeah. You know, like, it's unbelievable, and that's the Scuderia. is the 430 F1 Scuderia. So the Scuderia is the 430, then the F1 package, and then everything stripped down. It's got no carpet, no leathers, no nothing. It is purely a race car. And the sound of the gravel hitting when you're going around a corner and you finally off of the throttle, and, and you hear, like, the gravel hitting underneath and the... It's it's an experience. That's probably my favorite, and the best is shifting gears. The, when you when that you, noise. Oh, when you when you hit the red rev limiter in that thing, and hit the paddle, and it shifts gears, and it's a boom. It's a loud force. Oh, it's so like amazing. it's the end of the world. It like, is like nothing matters. It's Everything so that you amazing. experienced beforehand in your life yeah. ended at that moment, and now you're in your next gear. Yeah, maybe that's why I don't like supercars because I've never actually driven one. You so maybe even never driven one, and I'm telling you, man, oh, so amazing. Yeah, that 430 is, that, is, is that probably the, the my favorite. Is that eight? And, a and on a race, hmm? is that eight? Is that a supercar? What? Is that eight? Like no. the BMW Z8? No. 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 It was like it was in a Bond movie. Yeah, yes, this just makes it a lame that's car. That's the only one I've ever driven. Then, yeah. thanks, guys. It's cool. No, it's cool. <laughs> it's cool. It's awesome, Dave. Way to go, Dave. Oh, yeah, thanks. Yeah. Way to go, buddy. No scooters. I never driven any scooters. Scooteria. Scooteria. Yeah. <laughs> Lamborghini Superleggera. That's terrible names. Yeah. Well, they're not English. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, there's so many cars that, you know. Yeah, you I mean, know I, uh, Mr. Rogers? Remember Mr. Rogers? Yep. You know, Mr. Rogers once had his car stolen. I don't even know what kind of car it was, but when the thief found out whose car it was, he brought it back. <laughs> well, it must have, could have been a cool car. So, yeah, yeah, no doubt. Like, what would Mr. Rogers drive? Uh, Pinto. I yeah, don't yeah. know. Yeah, it's going to be something. Remember, remember how we were talking about like, was it like F, F430 or yeah, something? Yeah, 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 it's probably, yeah, after he got the Mr. Rogers money, he drove whatever the hell he wanted. <laughs> in a sweater. Yeah, in a sweater. <laughs> Did he have driving shoes? Yeah. You know, and a driving sweater? He would have gloves. He's yeah. got to have gloves. Driving gloves? There were mittens. Yeah. Mittens. Mittens. Yeah. Mittens. Mrs. Rogers knitted them. Yeah. With a, well, how did with he... a string that went up one arm and out the other one. So <laughs> didn't he, he always, like, show up at the house? Yeah. Like, didn't he, like, why was he always showing up at his own house? I, what, just... I don't get it. Like, it was like he knocked on the door and he came in. He came in, yeah. To his own house. And he was surprised that everyone was there. Yeah, Where was he coming yeah. from? Casey and Finnegan. <laughs> <laughs> That's just weird. I never even. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Well, I mean, I, I love every car, all cars. They all have their own place in my heart. Yep. Supercars to me, though, they're great. But to me, they're super, and they should be on a super racetrack, not on a super highway. Like you, they just no point. Well, to me, well, you yeah. spend no. You're you're. We're in BC. You spend five hundred thousand <coughs> on this car. That's just unreal. But 
you drive 110 down the highway at the most, yeah. right? Like, it doesn't uh, make any if sense. You've, if you've got ungodly money, and but I then guess, go feed some know. people. Go give some people um, some food. Yeah. Well, here's one. What do you think? In this environment, we're talking nowhere else in the world. If you had to drive from Van to Lillooet, that was your run. Yeah. yeah. All wheel drive, rear wheel drive, front wheel drive. Depends what time of year. Four by four truck. It has to be a car. Ooh, he's putting stipulations on stipulations. it. Stipulations. Can it be customized? You can do whatever you want. <laughs> you can do whatever yeah. you want, but it has to you'd have to be able to drive it every day. Four by four El Camino. Super cab. <laughs> yeah, every day? Um Are you going for speed or just cause you're cruising? Just like say you had to stop along the way and talk to people. So you're you have to be reliable, so start and go all year long, and you have to be able to get through anything. No, a truck. Oh. Suburban. Yeah. Suburban. That's a truck. It's not really a truck. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> just, what would I drive it? It has to be a car. I mean, obviously, I think. It's a hard one, right? Yeah, I would Subaru. say a Subaru, yeah. I'd probably say Subaru, yeah, too. Subaru. You're never going to be. I'd never. probably get something like. Forrester you know or something. I would probably wagon. get something like a WRX. I wouldn't get an STI. Yeah. It can't be too low because we get snow no, here. That's why yeah. I'm saying Forrester. I thought the yeah. WRX, because they're not as low as the STI, they don't have the bodywork. Yeah. You still got decent power and room. You can get a wagon. Yeah. Yeah, that's why it'd be the wagon. Yeah. Wagon? Yeah, a Subaru wagon of some sorts, probably. Yeah. What about a BMW, though? All-wheel drive BMW? No. No? Not reliable. Yeah, <laughs> they're super nice. No, they're super nice, but yeah. we both know, and that's why we stayed at all... When no one even mentioned an Audi. All-wheel drive Audi. <laughs> yeah. When, yeah, yeah. It, 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 in the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> in the 80s, it'd take a you know, 5,000 Quattro Avant. You know what I mean? But now, I'm not going Audi now. Back no. then, they were awesome. If, but, if I had to do a run like where I had to rely on it every day... And I wanted all-wheel drive, it'd be a Subaru. Like Maybe the Cannonball a, Run. I think I'd go with an F-Type. Do they still do the Cannonball Run? Um, forms of it, yeah. yeah. Yeah? That was a wicked movie when it came out. Yep. Cannonball. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I Subaru, you can't go wrong with Subaru all-wheel drive. No, Turbo. Subaru's awesome. Yeah, I think they're a pretty good car. Yeah. Know? I mean, and around here, that's why they are so popular around here. I mean, they're definitely, I think, one of the most seen cars on the highway from yeah. Vancouver to Pemberton. Yeah. And they're pretty good quality. Remember we were talking quality the other day and you were saying, like, why don't they just have a car just to make it that always runs and always works? <laughs> do, you, do you know? And I looked it up. You did, they and, do make one? And about 75% of all these cars that were made yeah. ever are ever. still on the road. Okay. What's the brand? Honda. 75%. Not Honda. Not even close. In what market? North America? In the car market. Worldwide? 70, 75% of all of their cars ever made Toyota, it's gotta be are Toyota. still on the road. No, come on, please. You know how many yeah, they cars they made in the 70s? None of them are on the road. There's three. <laughs> I'm trying to think, <laughs> though. There's three. There's I'm, some, I'm some thinking out loud. We're on a po- i got to think yeah. out loud. Okay. It makes no sense to not think out loud on a podcast. Okay, you're still doing it. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what are you guessing? Something European? Pretty much. BMW? Nope. Volkswagen? Nope. you got to think one thing is numbers, of how many numbers of these oh, cars are made. No. It's a German car. No, it's not German. No? I didn't say it was German. European. I didn't say it wasn't German. Volvo. I said it was European. 
is over that side of the world. No, Volvo. there's no Volvos left. Look at all the 700s yeah, gone. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're rusting out slowly. I still kind of want a T5R. Can you just tell us what Maybe it is? Maybe that might be the car that I'd take. You know, to drive it every yeah. day, a T5R. That would be a sweet car. That would be a sweet, sweet car to have. But uh, see, we didn't even think it about it. We, no, we didn't even think about it. Not at all. I went Subaru right away. Yeah, but I, I'd go with the T5R. Yeah, but they're not as reliable cool. as a Subaru. Yeah, but it's well, it a T5R, on the year. and I could take it and run yeah, the Pro Race Circuit with it. Be a turn I had a 2000 V70R. It ripped. Yeah. 350 horse. Nice. They say. Yeah. I mean, again, it's whatever you say. But what is it? Tell us the answer, Barry. Rolls Royce. What? Oh, <laughs> Yeah, because they never ran. Because nobody drives them. Well, they never ran. Yeah, they're all exactly. parking garages. man. They're pretty good cars. 75% of them are still on the road. Apparently 75% of every Rolls Royce ever made is still on the road. And people are still paying for them. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <I guess. laughs> that, that's entirely possible. Yeah. You can get a Phantom for not a bad price these days. Like 30 Gs will get you like a 1990 Phantom. Yeah, yeah, yeah but would you want to drive it? Where, yeah, I know. Where would you park it? Yeah, I'd have to have flags on it, little flags, <laughs> saying the country I'm from. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you're trying. Looks, looks like you're a dictator. <laughs> you're it's something like that, anyways. You see, McGregor won last night, he got two two Rolls Royce. Oh, yeah. And then he yeah. had them all decked out with McGregor. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, not for me, man. like the guy, but he should, you should come on your show. We should, we should get him on the show. Yeah, 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 no see doubt. See what kind of cars he's, because he, he's obviously a car lover. He yes. seems like he's buying one every other week. Well, right now. I think he's a money lover. Yeah, well, he shows them off. Lovers, yeah. He does have. He has one of those fancy BMWs. But BMWs are popular in Europe. Yeah, there's a lot of fancy BMWs. What do you got on? What do you got for us now, Bear? Uh, I got just some weird car facts that I've been uh, looking up. Like, uh, you know, uh, your remote control for your car. Yep. If you're out of range, you stick it to your and head, you right? press the button more than two hundred and fifty-six times. 256 is the number, and that's a computer binary sort of number. But if you do that, it will lose synchronization and it will never work again. Somebody told me, like, if you're, like, too far from your car and you have one of those remotes, stick it to your head. Yeah. And it gets it. And it works. It does. Yeah, it, it does work to a certain degree. What does yeah. that mean, though? Like, our head's like... Yeah. yeah. That is weird. It's all in your head. It causes cancer and will yeah. kill 90% of the people And there's try some it, that have worked over the car phone, so, you know... You know, if I forget my keys at home, hey, can honey, can you just push the button with the phone on? And, oh, yeah? Yeah. No way. Eh, some of those, apparently, that works. Really? I've heard a lot of stories. I don't know what does work. And That's a good work, Mythbusters but, one. Yeah. It'd be easy enough to find out. I always find it amazing how different manufacturers' fobs are. Like, for range. Yeah. Yeah. Like, some of them, it's like 50 feet. When it's brand new, brand oh, yeah, new battery, yeah, yeah. And, and then by the time, massive. within a year, it's like three feet, and thing <laughs> doesn't work. There was, I remember I had a friend, he had a Chevy 2500 diesel, had a remote start in it, right? Yeah. You could start it across Whistler. <laughs> That's awesome. Wow. Like yeah. you could be like, we're talking 10 yeah, football my, my feet. You can even start, see I've the truck. I've got a Clifford in mine and it's, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It, you can, it, I've never had a, I actually started it once from an airplane. When I was uh, I was in Toronto, my car was in a hotel, which is beside the uh, That's beside the freak airport. Somebody out that's walking by when you, do you know, that. I mean, but it's no different if I was five feet away, sort of thing, right? But uh, but I actually flew over, and I was like, oh, this is the hotel. I'm like, oh, my car's parked down there, so I pulled out my fob and I hit the button, you know, because I don't know if it worked or not or anything. And uh, when I got back to the hotel, you know, to the hotel, car was off, so I was like, oh, I guess it didn't work. Car was warm. <laughs> 
it actually worked because it's it got out. a timer, right? It timed out. Oh, cool. But it actually yeah. worked from the airplane flying over for That's another mile sweet. an hour. That was kind of cool. Yeah, you definitely was... like a warm car, don't you? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Why? Well, who doesn't really yeah. like a warm car? That's one yeah, of the things I hate about the good winter. Point. Yeah. <laughs> the worst. The worst though, leather interiors. I know. They're great when you because everyone's like, I love it, but wintertime, cold without a seat w- heater. Well, I mean, without a seat heater, you know, seat heaters. I'm, I'm not so much that fa- much of a fan oh, of the I seat heaters. Seat I love. Seat I heaters. love. I like the seat heater. I could live without it. I like the seat heater. Seat cooling, I think, is just a waste of money. Yeah. It doesn't work. It does. It No, it doesn't cool. On leather, it, it does. It, it doesn't. How many? You got your coolers in your car? Sometimes I'm kind of warm down there. Yeah. And it, it, it helps to be cool. It just, it does it a little bit. It's not what it, you'd think it would well, be. What do you want it to do? You freeze know? it? Like, what <laughs> yeah, man. I want a nice hot pack on my back. I like going between heat and cold. Heat and cold. You're like doing physio as you're yeah, driving down the road. I wasn't impressed with the cooling. You what know? did you drive? Well, that had a cool seater, though. Like, what was the, the, the chef. The chef? It yeah. Had a, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it was... Yeah. My dad's the F. I kept uh, putting it on, you know, but... The steering like, wheel. Heated heated steering wheel is, heating steering wheel is good. But is it all though? of those, yeah. It, it is. I like. But all of those are all solved if you have a remote start. Uh-huh. Just start your bloody car and let it warm up a little bit. And it helps and out problem everything. solved. Yeah. You know, whether you, you want it cooled, you want it heated, you know. And the new cars, I'm really annoyed. I mean, I've seen the Fords and the Chevs and all these cars that have it where it's supposed to automatically detect the temperature. So you can set it to your when seat you to start attempt. it with the remote start, it's supposed to activate either the heated or cooled seats depending upon yeah, the yeah, outside yeah. temperature and automatically adjust the temperature inside the car. The ramps. Car. My, da- my dad's truck's supposed to do that. Yeah, but they never work. And, and nothing works. Nothing uh, ever works. Does Toyota have heated and cooling? No. We have uh, well, sure heated seats. Yeah, I'm sure they got. But cooled they have cooling. Seats, yeah. And Lexus has a lot of cool seats. I don't know. Yeah. I have to take a look, but I don't know what our models have for the. But well, I know sure we have the heated Sequoias seats. And, you know, yeah. But I like this heated steering wheel. Yeah, um, only if you got the remote start, though, to me, it's, yeah. Yeah, but I, I had remote start. It was great. But I don't know. I've never been in a position, though, where I got in my car and I was like, oh, can't touch my steering wheel. It's too cold. I've always had no, it too No, but it's hot. uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah, it's I guess I got more scar tissue on my, my hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, 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 feel nothing. You're calloused hands. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it always feels like someone else. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <coughs> wow. I, I mean, there's a few options like that that you know we all nobody gonna mind that you're like if you bought a vehicle and was like oh it's got a heated steering wheel you don't be like damn that sucks yeah. you know it's gonna be like okay I'll use where it. do you have that that's so bad for the environment oh, yeah. you know there's millions of people out there with cold steering wheels right now and when you're using your heated <laughs> steering wheel you're just making them feel really bad about themselves and they're gonna want to go and hang themselves because they just can't keep their hands warm <laughs> stupid what's next though what do they, what do they need to heat next like a foot warmer, you put your yeah, shoes yeah, in. Like, that'd be nice. What, what else? Yeah, I mean, what else can nice. they heat? Yeah. Are they done with the seat and the wheel? No. I mean, jump in a Benz, you know, and that's always my thing. Mercedes is always on the leading edge of things that are going to be real, you know? Really? Like, that are going to exist in all cars. Oh, sure. They're the first ones with intermittent wipers, with heated seats. With the, they're always the first. They actually try. You know what? I, one thing that I do want to see is heated windshield wipers. 
Like to yeah, me, that makes sense. Those, yeah, yeah. Like to heat the windshield wipers. Like, they don't though. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they, do. Yeah, they, yeah. Do. they yeah. have the element. You know where the wipers yeah. sit? Yeah, that's have, heated. That's and then well, Subaru that. came up with that first. But I'm talking like Honda, when you yeah, Mercedes. When you spray that water, being it's like some companies have tried. Mm-hmm. Like the, when you spray your windshield, that water is heated. Like they put a little heater yeah, on them in your yeah, windshield. Yeah. Lots of companies. They still they make they do that. I don't know if they're still doing it. They try. a thing. To me, that makes more like I hate frozen windshields. I don't want to scrape my window. No. No. So to me, that's a good, but nobody's really done that. I don't know. Remote start. Problem solved. solved again. Yeah. You should be working for a remote yeah. start company. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> they should probably be working for a remote start company. That's but I'm, I'm like, yeah. But it's today's technology. Like, I could get you or, like, with your remote, I could use my phone and scan your remote and get your code, and I could start your truck, though. Yeah, but then as soon as you step on the brake pedal, your distance going to Because the key's off. not there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's how it works. there's no... Yeah, there's... I know a lot of people that have the heebie-jeebies about remote starts. Oh, they're going to steal my car. Well, just, I, I, I love it. I use my remote start yes, in the wintertime. You know, you stop to run inside and grab a coffee. Make sure I push the button to leave my car running when I go inside and watch somebody try and steal it. Works good on automatic, not so good on a standard, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, I mean, you they park do. on a hill. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, it, it, there's safety lockouts, obviously, on that. But do they make like yeah. ones that like yeah tons offer tons with standards? Yeah, yeah. They so even you have to leave it in neutral. You have to leave it in neutral. That's why I said don't that's, park on a that's hill. That's stupid to me, though. Well, you don't like because who the leaves your car in neutral? The guy with the remote start that wants a warm <laughs> car <laughs> in the morning. That's who. But I my driveway is like you know like seventy percent. Like I'm not not putting my car into gear on that. Yeah. So I couldn't use a remote start then? No, you could not. Only Flatlanders can Only use remote starts. Only Flatlanders start. can use remote starts. Because <laughs> you have a retarded driveway. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, they obviously they come in factory now. I mean, you can most yeah, vehicles oh, now. now yep. remote start. Yeah. yeah. That's the handiest thing ever. But most cars are automatic now compared yeah. to standard. It's true that. Do you actually, in Toyota, do you see a lot of more standards? Because Toyota is kind of a... Uh, are they more and more just... More and mild? more people. Uh, like the 86... A lot of manual. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, you wouldn't uh, want an automatic in that car. And I'd say there's a fair amount of Tacomas coming out with the manuals. They which I was six speed. Like, really? it was, yeah, like the... Wow, that's surprising. When I first started with Toyota, the Tacomas, there's a ton of them. V6 yeah. manuals. Hmm. Um, and then it went to four-cylinder manuals. And then people were V6 automatics. There's a whack of those. And right. now we've, we see about, I'd say about 30% are manual Tacomas. Hmm. Which is, that's quite a, a bit for a that's truck. That's quite a bit. I'm surprised. Yeah. Well, I prefer Mac. Is it, is it a money savings thing? I think it's maybe a couple Perfect. bucks. But Preference. Yeah. It's got to be. Yeah. So, I mean, there's people that, like, honestly, like, refuse to drive automatics. Like, I'm a standard yeah. guy. I only drive yeah. standard. Yeah. But, you know, some of the new automatics, even, like, some of the CVTs, they're not terrible. No. And I, it, no, if, you're, if, if you're in the city, if, you, if you're down commuting and stop and go traffic, a manual is garbage. Yeah. You have to say it. It's annoying. If you're sitting for two 100%. hours in traffic, yeah. you don't want to be, oh, no. oh. But if you're driving a four-cylinder, <laughs> tiny little motor, you want a standard. Yeah. The automatic, well, you, if, you're, if you're buying a car that's underpowered, you want a standard. Then you need or or to, if you're yeah. going to have fun with that car. Like if I went yeah. out, because my, my car right now is a CVT. Yeah. Yeah. Do you like the CVT? I don't mind it. I've got little no, paddle shifties yeah, on things, so yeah. I can kind of have that fun of blitzing the throttle. Like, yeah, truly no shift. Like it's like it, well, what it does is it has presets, right? Yeah. So it just drops the bands to those. Oh, yeah. So it'll and it'll rev match and all that kind of stuff. So it's kind yeah. of fun. Yeah. yeah, it's the best that you're gonna get in the automatic world. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. But does it feel solid to you? Like I'm always like I'm a skeptic on those CVTs because if they go, 
it's going to be big money. But is it? If, have you seen? I have had no problems with these things. Yeah, yeah. Well, CVTs though is that's that's something that came from the machine world, and they've been oh, I building get like CVT transmissions into heavy equipment for many, many, many yeah, yeah. years, yeah. and they're solid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're taking no over problem. now. Pretty. Yeah. Much. I mean, Toyota was or not Toyota. Nissan, Nissan. was kind of the first really to, what was that? to go that way. Or something was about the first yeah. one that was a big. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty. No, cool. Like I like it. I have had. I'd say it's smoother than an automatic. Yeah. In a lot of oh, things. Oh, it is. Yeah, it is. So is there it's like the CVT awesome. same kind of maintenance thing? Like every 100,000 drop oil out of it kind of thing? or They don't even have a maintenance. Really? Just yeah. keep Basically driving Basically just keep go? driving it, let it go. So, nice. So, well, they don't have, they have clutch packs, but they don't really like, do they, do they it's have? mostly the band. I don't yeah. think they, yeah. There's nothing like, you know, to really wear like they do in an automatic, a typical automatic transmission. No, yeah. no, no. And they don't produce the same type of heat. Yeah. So there's no cooling going. Like, is there antifreeze going through those? I don't like, think so. Do they so. have a tranny? Yeah, I haven't really taken a look that much because huh. we just drive them. They just yeah, work. just work. Yeah, they're, they're pretty good. I think they're pretty solid. So, what's this biggest recall Toyota had? Like, have you seen besides the gas pedal? Thing? <coughs> the gas pedal one is probably the two biggest ones. Yeah. Are on the Tacomas. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's the rear leaf springs. And the frames. So what's the rear leaf springs doing? Just cr- cracking? They just yeah, break? they just crack. Um, <laughs> yeah. Manufacturer. Fault. But they're addressing it, right? They're addressing it. They've they've issued it out, and they're if you like, they check them. We check them because yeah. some models did get upgraded leafs already. Yeah. We just see if not, swapping a new set. So when you're checking a frame on a Toyota, what's when do you call? Okay, it needs a complete frame. Well, what we do is we're we're looking at the corrosion because yeah. they say perforation yeah. of over ten millimeters. So we, we take a look, we inspect the frame, yeah. we document it with pictures. If there's any doubt in our mind, if we're saying, hey, this thing's got some corrosion yeah. we're not happy with, we send it all to Toyota. So and they make the call. It, you we document it. it, we send it in. It is not us who make the call. Yeah. It's, we don't, that's not our job. We're, no. You report? We report and let the guys in toyota land management let them make the call is there there must be cool. common spots that you guys there's can, common spots I mean, that we you, yeah yeah i mean they, they typically where is that on it is it like is it uh, at the front there's the two front? little uh, oh it's the front i always thought it was the back section well we always check there's there's two little square slots on either side of the inside frame rails yeah we always check there see if there's a little bit of corrosion there and then otherwise it's the forward leaf spring shackle just, just take always. a look above it yeah yeah if there's corrosion there then it's time for a new frame it takes yeah, take pictures. Yeah, and then a, when Toyota says it, we start start ordering the parts. Get going. And get going for 40 it. 40 hours later, guy yeah. gets his truck back. Yeah. They never, there, were, there was none of those frame issues with the Tundra, though, right? It was strictly the Tacoma, right? The uh, Tundra, there was a coating one because I guess the manufacturer of the frames didn't, but there was never a replacement. Never a replacement. Just the, the, well, the older Tundra, the yeah, yeah. 2000 to 2006, had some frame corrosion issues. Same manufacturer frames. When I was, um, when we decided to interview, I started looking up typical Toyota recalls. <laughs> it's all airbags. Yeah, yeah. It seems like majority yeah, of airbags. manufacturers that have recall is all airbags. Yeah. Like Toyota, Honda, BMW. Well, it's all the same airbag. Yeah, it's is all it Takata. It's all Takata. It's all Takata airbag. Yeah. Like that company, these is like, well, something's going to happen. Like nobody should be buying airbags from this company anymore. Well, there's only a handful of manufacturers of airbags in the world. Yeah, I guess. So they eh? supply all the manufacturers. But you can imagine like if you, if you sold to Honda, Toyota, BMW, that's millions of cars over Millions. Yeah. So, like, you know. That recall's huge. Yeah. yeah and they were like, the the recalls for that was like the airbag gas discharging. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, it's a bad, bad that's, thing. And then yeah. it breaks. 
Always break. Why? I guess recalls are genuinely safety concerns. Like recalls are usually genuine, like genuine safety concern where they see, hey, look, there's something wrong. We might kill somebody yeah. if we don't address this. And that's one thing I wanted to bring up was you're starting to see manufacturers a lot more open. Yeah. We always hear the nightmares of the '70s, the '80s, the '90s, where you know manufacturers. It was always kind of like, oh, they're trying to cover it over. Yeah, yeah. Pay somebody off here and. Yeah, now you're starting to see, especially starting since about 2010, manufacturers have just opened up. It's like the floodgates. Every other day, there's another recall, recall, recall. notice going out. Now, and people are like, oh, the cars are way worse. I'm like, that's the manufacturers taking responsibility. Like, I'd rather... Yeah, that's one way to I'd look ra- at I'd it. Rather own yeah. a, I'd own, rather own a car from a manufacturer that's saying, hey, we found this, 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 yeah. and wrong with our product. We're going to fix it for you. Or the guys that, hey, they don't have any recalls. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it makes sense, yeah. Right? I originally, and it was only anything that was purely safety. If you were going to die from this thing, we'll recall it. If you weren't, we're not recalling it. Well, now they have what customer satisfaction ones. Yeah. A customer satisfaction, well, that has n- that's not profitable to a company. No. They want to make it is profitable to them. Well, it is. But in the long it's, run, but yeah, it's they not, can sell more vehicles. Yeah. But they it's can. not so much that, like, this is your life on the line. This yeah. is We're trying to make you happy because yeah. we feel that we've disappointed you. That's kind of the message that is there. No, it's not. I mean, to me, the message the message is there is, you know what? We kind of screwed up. We're going to be honest. We're going to tell you we screwed up. We're going to fix it for you. Come back and buy another yeah. one from us. Yeah. We're going to do you know what I mean? Game. I hate, like, Ford. I mean, you know, this 5.4 liter thing. You know? They know they got two big, big, big problems with that engine. You know? They fixed the problem, but they didn't fix anybody else's problem. Had they actually gone and made some way to actually repair anybody's problem that had one of these problem engines, I mean, how many more trucks would they sell in the long run? Yeah. You know? I think the governing body of airbags and the crash test should stand up and start taking responsibility for these cars that are going on the road. They, 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 you see commercials of cars smashing walls these, and being like... These are, these are so such high-tech stuff. I know, but like, why and, are I mean, they think about through airbags. the system? Why are they getting through the system? They're explosives. I get they're it. They're technology. I get it. There's everything. The company makes them, and I'm sure they made them almost to the best of their ability. But they got to test this stuff better before they go well, to the market. Did. But they, I, I, I'm defending like if you them. Were, I know you're defending, but to me it they just seems they like... They didn't just throw this thing together and say, here, Toyota, take these airbags. There was a lot of testing, and Toyota did testing. And the other note is that I can go back from my college days and give you stories about... You know, well, they, they, they buy the best airbag you can actually remember or the those middle days? Or the cheap airbag. You know, when they go out to build a new car, they say, well, we need airbags and go to the airbag companies. There's, you know, Do Ford. There was Ford and they, were, they weren't the lowest bid. They never, they, they rated them and they looked at the pricing of them and they didn't want the one that lasted forever. And there was a Ford one and it was a windshield wiper motor. I don't even remember for what vehicle, but it, they tested and tested and tested them all. And this one wiper motor from this company would not break. It was the best. It was the second least expensive one. So they went with that one? No. Okay. They went with the one that broke after severe use and was slightly more expensive. It wasn't the price that they cared about. They want to be able to replace the part after five or ten years. But we're not, right? that's you know, a windshield wiper motor. That. We're so not talking about it. We're talking about things that save but people's lives. But it's going to be the same thing. It's, I guarantee but there's a lot of other companies. Wipers save lives. 
Well, wipers save lives, sure. Well, I don't. Even I know wipers, wipers save I'm a lives, but, guy, but it's just, you're not you're not gonna be like, oh, God, thank God, my wipers work with me. I'm gonna <laughs> kill you tonight with a wiper blade. <laughs> but the thing of this, murdered by wiper blade. I, uh, do you remember <laughs> when airbags first started to come out? Do you remember yeah. they only had ten years? Yeah. And then the manufacturer said replace after ten years. Yeah, 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 it was yeah, expiry. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Remember they were all expiry yeah, date because. Yeah, yeah. We, we both work, on, never, work on Volvos, never. and remember, they said 10 years and then replace Done. it. Who's going to go out and buy, Nobody. especially if you have a car that has 10 <laughs> no, airbags, who's yeah. going to go out and say, well, my 10-year-old Corolla that's worth $5,000, I'm going to go spend ten grand on yeah, airbags. Exactly. Yeah, they never idea. thought that one. They know, that's why they probably nobody even knows about that, because they don't want people knowing about that, because it's like, they're not But all the companies that have these problems, they should have tested the airbags as well. I yeah. think you know, they should. I mean, I, I get it. They, so, I think there's a flaw sure in the system. I'm, my point being is I'm sure they were tested and tested and tested. How much but money time goes is into the that? ultimate it's test. It's not working. Their like, system isn't working. It's I not time. Because these are 2013 vehicles that are going yeah. airbags. Are going. Yeah. So three-year-old airbags. What, but do you know How what's long do they take to the, the airbags? Well, they, some of them are blowing chunks into people's face. Some yeah. are losing gas. Yeah. There's a whole arrangement of things happening to the airbags. Yeah. My point is their process should be a little bit stricter to kind of stop these things from coming out because it seems every manufacturer has airbag problems. They're all the same. Airbag. I get it. I get it. Yeah. So, But you're saying that maybe it's the manufacturer's responsibility to test these airbags after they buy off another company. I'm sure they did. But obviously all the manufacturers are testing them and they're all passing and they're all going on the market, but they're all failing. So somewhere yeah, down that process. And things work, things work, things work, then they break. And it's the same as the guy that but comes not in and says, my car cars. won't start. And every time you put the key in the ignition, the car starts. So, yes, there is a problem, but you're never seeing the problem. Yeah. So they never saw the problem. You know, yeah, I'm sure this wasn't an intentional thing, you know. And, and we all know, like, when they do, like, you hear, I, there used to be a commercial that says, million mile tested. Yeah. Well, how do they do the million miles? Well, it's on a simulator it's that goes simulator. up and down. Yeah, it, it's simulated load. Yeah. But you know that... It takes 20 minutes. Yeah. yeah. But you know the same time you go and buy a truck, it, you, that motor could fail in 100 kilometers, yeah. could fail in 10,000, or you could get a million. Yeah. It did the... It, the engine, yeah. theoretically, has done a million kilometer test. Yeah. But and you think the manufacturers certified No, but they are certified. They are making them safe, and they do believe... The pro- they, it's an airbag. It's going to have to be recalled. And they're going to have to spend a buttload of money in order to fix the problem. It wasn't something that they knew about. They tested. Oh, I'm the not saying they knew about. I mean, just, I just I say, know, I my point is their testing process is flawed. Some, somewhere. Because something's squeaking by. Yeah. You know, yeah. But that's, what, that's yeah. what all recalls are. Yeah. Because, you know what? We don't make anything perfect. Poop happens. Crap yeah. happens. I get it. Just it's with our technology these days and stuff, and they all this is. I like think you got to start. You got to open up your your automotive quality assurance control testing facility. <laughs> well, maybe I do. Like I think yeah, but, I think you should. But I was thinking, you know, those crash tests where it says five star this, yeah, three yeah, star yeah, that. Yeah. But you ever watch? Yeah, there's a lot of synthet. But how many times have you ever seen an accident where it all looks like that? No, no, never. You know, like they're yeah. like they have the head on, the three quarter, yeah. the side panel. No one ever hits you there. Yeah, it always they like, hits try. You. you know, but there's yeah, you can't. Yeah. every crash is different. I get every it. Every crash yeah. is it's the same with airbags because maybe they've tested, you know, say they tested ten thousand units, yeah. and then they only test every hundredth yeah. because you can't, and it passes those ones. Yeah, but, yeah. you got to remember too that airbags though, 
They knew people were going to get hurt from airbags. It's an explosive airbag exploding <laughs> in your face. I get it. Just and like, I hate these idiots that are like, oh, my God, I, I got damage on my nose, and it broke my nose, and I got a sore eye because my die. air. Yeah, you're alive. Shut up. <laughs> you're able to say don't that. Don't put your baby seat in the front. It says no. for a yeah, reason. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I just. Yeah. If you're short, don't sit with your face on the dash. Yeah. When I see people drive by and their legs on the dash, yeah. you know the girlfriend sleeping yeah, in the yeah, path? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, she's dead. Yeah. She's going to be dead. folded she's in two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. What, do you, have, you, has that, have you ever been in a car where the airbag went off? I've never been personally in a car where Neither an airbag went off. Neither have I. No, I've never been in a car. No. I can't say that it Thank saved you. my life. And I hope it never happens to any three of us, but yeah. 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 yeah I'm sure there's people belt. that can testify. I honestly think that the airbags were kind of made for the idiots that didn't feel like wearing their seatbelt. But you know, I think the airbag works with the seatbelt, though. No, it does work with the seatbelt. Like I mean, I, I'm not saying I hope I never need to use mine sort of thing. But I've set a couple airbags off, but, yeah, yeah. you know, I've never never been in an accident where an airbag went off that I can think of, to be honest. I, but I hate I, Like, when you're working on cars and you're doing, like, we have to take out... Say you're doing a side impact and you got to do a window motor or something like oh. that. I always like, yeah. make, I'm like touching them. You feel like you got like a loaded gun. You're like yeah, yeah, trying yeah. so hard not to like. Well, it's like right now with this recall, we're replacing igniters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When was, when you were in trade Scary. school, yeah. the whole industry Commercial. is like, don't touch it, right? Like Shooting them through the roof. Like, is this well, video yeah, like, you know, you're watching videos and they're like, oh, don't handle it like this. So yeah, yeah. Now we're cutting wires and we're, you know. They told us how to safely do it. Yeah. We're being trained on how to do it. Now, but do you, when, you're, when, you're, when, you're, when you're actually cutting that wire, though, do you, do you put yourself into the movie well, they scene? Built us a giant <laughs> you know? fra- they built us a blast frame. Really? To hold wow. it. That's cool. Nice. But the thing That's is, kind of because scary, they want, they want, yeah, it is. But it's one of those where, yeah, they've given us the time to train us. Yeah. You have to be so much. But 10 years of experience before you're doing it is saying, don't do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Everything in your head's like. Yeah. It's like, okay, I, I know I'm awesome. disconnected from the car. Yeah. Yes, I've got the brain race on yes i'm doing everything that an engineer has said to do yeah but when you're about to snip that wire you feel like the building so you just gotta get your apprentices to do those things right like, you just don't tell them what it yeah. is no, I've, been, I've, been doing, that wire. I've been running movie quotes <laughs> yeah. in my head you know? yeah. get cut the whole the, swat gear on cut the red it's kind of the red what color is the wire red okay. is it yeah. <laughs> that's awesome don't cut the red that's awesome <laughs> Yeah, oh, it's so beautiful. So you just cut it, repair it, we put cut it, back it in. pull it out, slam a new one in. So is there a spot is it like all these squat squat where you get to blow them up afterwards? Well, no, actually, it's weird. They they're sending them in boxes, blast proof boss boxes, because oh, wow. we have to send them back to the manufacturer or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have a stack of these things, but wow. they look like pipe bombs. And they yeah. literally are they a pipe bomb. They, they, they are a pipe literally bomb. a pipe bomb. Wow. I'm waiting for the what's it, Judge Dredd or one of those movies where. It was that like self-expanding foam that yeah. dissolves instantly. Yeah, I remember seeing We can get rid of these airbags. That's what we need. That's what Just, we need. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the, prepare for the cleanup. Then we're like, going to yeah. have all these people suffocating. Yeah. These things yeah, yeah, all... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that thing was kind of cool. No. Right on. Well, that's a lot of... Uh, a lot of Toyota talk. A lot of Toyota talk. Hope people like the Toyotas. Yeah, and I'm sure we could keep going, so we, we'd like to have you get on the show at some point again. Yeah, absolutely. It was, uh, and, uh, it was a lot of fun. Thanks for coming out. Trying to make these podcasts go a little long sometimes, but uh, so so much to talk to you. Yeah, no, talk to you, talk about, talk about, talk to. Yeah, no, it was a pleasure being here, guys. Yeah, we'll definitely do it again. Well, thanks to everybody that's listening. Once again, any questions or anything? Info at stupid about cars. Stupid about cars. That's how stupid we are. We can't even Uh, say it. (laughs) Info at stupidaboutcars.com. Let us know what you think. Give us any questions that you have. We'll try to help you out the best we can. You know it. 
All right, talk to you guys later. Buenas noches, amigos.